0: According to all of our charts and graphs, fun should be beginning now.
1: <laughs> so many charts and graphs. I'll, um, <laughs> I'll unload my briefcase. We're
0: like mariners.
1: Uh, <laughs> Just consulting the
0: charts. <laughs> licking our fingers for wind.
1: <laughs> I think I see land. <laughs> Hiyo. <laughs> We do uh, see land.
0: Maggie, we do see land. We do see land. Because we're <gasps> we're on the other side of an election now.
1: My god. Yeah. I was just thinking the other day, I like kind of when I first started working at Cracked was when Trump got elected yes. and I remember the day we worked together yep. afterwards. Yep. Uh, really bad day. Really yeah. bad day. Yeah. And we were all just like in shock and hugging each other and I remember
0: like <sighs> Carmen like Carmen's great and mm-hmm. she's a friend. Mm-hmm. And she was like in tears and like I <laughs> hugged her for a good like 30 seconds. Yeah. Because it was just like, uh, uh this is awful. Yeah. Like anybody please. You yes. know. Uh I yeah, I remember that.
1: And it's wild to, like it's wild to have that like crystal clear memory of that. Um, And also, you know, it's been four years, so, like, not only does, like, crack no longer exist, but also, like, we were not unfounded by any of the feelings that we had that day. No.
0: Dude, Uh. I remember uh, Adam Todd Brown, man. We used to come out and have cigarettes, and he was, it was, like, 2015 when Mm -hmm. he was, like, Trump's gonna win. And I was, like, dude, I love how crazy you are. I love it. I love your crazy thing. Uh You're totally wrong. And it's been Just one long nightmare parade since that very day. Now, you have to admit, Maggie, Uh we're sort of in the calm, we're in sort of the eye of the storm here.
1: yeah, this is, this yeah. Is, we're in the afterglow of jazz, you know two days ago. Yeah, was two the days ago final, was called right.
0: Yeah. So there's a chance that by the time the listener <laughs> hears this, we're in the United Trumps of a um, America. Right,
1: or yeah. We're split in half. Civil, so, you yeah. know who? Who right. knows? Yeah.
0: yeah, some people could be playing when Johnny comes marching home again uh, right now. Uh, yeah, you know?
1: bringing out their drums yeah. and whatnot. Um, and also the I you know I watched the John Oliver episode last night, of course, uh, and. I I think he, you know, was like, there are 70 million people who voted for Trump who now might think that the election is not, you know, there are so many, obviously, things to worry about, but in the interim, we can all breathe a I-, I will say this. I think
0: if you're a Trump voter, you've always been able to understand that tri- Trump is hyperbolic.
2: Yes, I yes.
0: Think, I think, I mean, not like Beer's Barbecue Freedom guy. Right. That guy's just a maniac. It, yeah. Also, totally believe in the cause of his shirt.
1: Uh, like, that. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like that. I know, <laughs> it's at the core of <laughs> it, we have so much in common. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just as people and human beings on yeah. this earth. You're just uh, wrong about one thing, <laughs> really.
2: Yeah. The
0: rest of your thing I'm on board okay, with. Yeah. No one's gonna argue with that. Yeah, totally. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. But I think I think I might be wrong because it's been a while since I've engaged a person who Mm -hmm. was an advocate. Mm -hmm. Like probably three years. I gave up on that in like twenty. I don't know, seventeen. Yeah. I think they've always thought of Trump as being hyperbolic. Mm-hmm. So I think they still think of his election rhetoric as being mostly hyperbolic.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Because if they
0: didn't, I would think they would be doing things about it right now.
1: Right. right? I, I'm sure there are different pockets of degrees. Like, I, of course, you know, there are the sycophants, right. but also there are people who are rich who. To only vote for Trump because of tax. like they All they look at is like taxes, that's it, and they cast their vote. Like that is... I think
0: that's a lot of Trump that voters. That is a
1: lot of Trump voters. Yeah.
0: Uh, um, they don't want to admit to that because right, they don't want right. to admit I just care about keeping my money.
1: Right, but that is... that sounds terrible. Only, yeah, but it's the only thing that they... But it's
0: real. Yeah. That's the real deal. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is fun to hypothesize what... Trump voters are. <laughs> but, it is, and uh, also I'm not. I'm not down to mock them today because oh. that, that doesn't really make me feel good. Uh, yeah, I'm sure it makes some people feel good. Not me. I just want this to be over. Uh, mm-hmm. The fighting to be over. Mm-hmm. Not the. Not the causes. The causes need to continue. Mm-hmm. But the, just the ugh, the rancor of it. Oh yeah. And I kind of. I mean, I know that many of our audience is probably on the Bernie side, or or probably you know, yeah. Which totally get it. Mm-hmm. I still liked Biden's speech a lot.
1: Oh, I, I liked I, it a lot. I liked his speech. The like, there were many multiple moments when he would call out specific groups of people who absolutely gave him the vote, and it's like, mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. you said it, you said it during your speech. He did say that. Yeah, and it was like, you know, uh, uh, you know, it's, it, it. There are, you know, obviously we don't know where the weird. They're not, you know. Who knows
0: how it's gonna all play out? Who knows how it's gonna, out? gonna I
1: like play what he's out? Right. Yeah, I like what he's saying, and I do think that of. Of a lot of people who could be picked, those are two candidates who are like, I think you know, or at least I I think you might be surrounded by people who know who gave you this win and know yeah. who, what, like what communities you owe. I mean, I kind of believe, the, the one thing I believe about Biden mm-hmm.
2: and maybe
0: more than any politician since Obama, mm-hmm. I believe in the narrative that he is motivated by empathy because of his personal losses right i yeah. believe that mm-hmm. i that seems very real to me mm-hmm. in just everything about him right um and well, i think that's a really powerful thing that's, right now Right. Well, the
1: other thing is like okay I, I i believe that he loves his son therefore oh my god right yes people who uh, whose families have you know are impacted by all of these social issues it's it's gonna be, you can't reason with someone that doesn't care about anything or anyone. Like that is just a nonstarter stuff. No. The fact that he cares about things and people. You know, although it sounds bare minimum, like that is someone that you can talk to, you know, Yeah, he has get a ground zero
0: that most people can deal with, yeah, nego- yes. like negotiate with. Yes. That to me is a huge improvement yeah. from where we've been for five years. Uh-huh. Because I I was thinking today as you're coming over, I'm like, I don't know if Maggie and I have ever worked together in a time when Trump was not yeah, either, either the entire so. news story or mm-hmm. president or both. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, like, I I mean, because, you know, some of the dudes got together on election, like, the night the election was called. Uh Uh-huh. And it just turned into this, like, man, remember how we used to be at Crack Before Trump? (gasps) Like, it turned into this, like, like a good hour of, like, we used to make stuff like this.
1: Yeah. And we used to have
0: conversations that were like this. And it's not like it was perfect.
1: Right, right. But, yeah. like,
0: it was a just a totally different
1: world, you know? Yeah, uh, yeah. And
0: we're going to have some of that back, I hope. Yeah. And Maybe. It, it, it,
1: it, well, and, it, like, all, most of Trump's thing was, like, manufacturing a reality. And we no longer have to work against someone manufacturing a reality that, You know, everyone in some way manufactures a reality, especially when they're president, but not to that degree and not in that way. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. (sighs) Not in such a
0: collectively unpleasant way. Yes. I don't. I. I mean, I haven't talked to my parents since this happened. I'm. I'm Mm -hmm. curious what they're going to say. But like, I don't think anybody's happy. You know, like who's who's happy? Like who's been happy this last four years?
1: (gasps) Oh, only people that unhappy. Right. People who get joy out of other people's. Pain are happy, but that's but not that's even not a... real joy. Yes, yeah. That's that's exactly. just like I'm
0: just mad, but at least someone else suffers. Yeah, yeah, ah. yeah. <laughs>
1: yes, exactly. I,
0: I really like every goblin ends up being Bilbo grabbing that, that ring and the oh, Lord yeah. oh, yeah. oh,
1: That's God. my favorite thing. <laughs> 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 Great <laughs> movie moment. Great movie moment. I'd very
0: much like to see it one last time.
1: <laughs> oh, <all right>. <laughs> <laughs> God, I love him. Uh, uh, so we're great. <laughs> so you know, you're doing great. Just, uh, just
0: feeling great. Feeling, right? uh,
1: feeling markedly better.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm sure if there's any anybody in our audience who is a Trump voter and still listening to this podcast wow. and or has ever listened, thank you so much for your patronage. It's really nice that you're here. Uh, I'm sorry you're sad. That doesn't make me happy to think you're sad, but it's nice for I, I'll us. Go
1: ahead and say if you want to talk. <laughs> We can talk. Your sadness, I don't care too much about. May- I will say Maggie's that. Maggie's willing to
0: divorce half the audience uh, right now.
1: I doubt we have that many.
0: There's like seven guys are so angry at you, Maggie. Oh, man. Their hearts are broken well, right now. Stay <laughs> well,
1: stay <laughs> angry, my friends. <laughs> stay very angry. I will send you some yeah. uh, reading recommendations. Okay. And, uh, yeah.
0: Great. I love it. <laughs> Uh, smug is the tone I was hoping to achieve yeah. before we started our, our check in.
1: So, uh, how uh, you been? What's,
0: what's been going on with you this week?
1: Oh, I mean, you know, just uh, I think everyone's kind of been in a somewhat of a trance since the, uh, you know, since the election started being called um, Doom scrolling. How doom-scrolling. many hours did you spend doom scrolling? Well, you know, I, I I tempered my doom scrolling with watching uh, The Queen's Gambit. So I felt like You I, love it so much. I do. You I, texted me about I it already. I did, I did. I wanted to know if you'd seen it. Um, it's just, uh, I love the pacing of the show. Uh, and I feel like this type that type of pacing for TV nowadays is just like much rarer to come by and it's the type of pacing that I enjoy. Yeah. Uh sounds great. It's great.
0: Is it is it like chilled out? Is it like really slowed down?
1: It's chilled out, but it but uh it just it I feel like sometimes, especially with like this show I think takes its time with character, takes its time with everything. Whereas I think a lot of other shows you know, feel the need to, like, rubberneck you around, pulling you around to every... To create
0: artificial to suspense. To create
1: artificial suspense, whereas this, the the conceit of the show is already interesting, and it knows that, and, it, you know, it's confident in what the show is already about, so I feel like it... Sounds cool. ...doesn't need to overcompensate.
0: Did you ever see The Wire?
1: Uh yes, and I feel like similar similar style. And, that's because you yeah. just
0: described tone-wise yeah. everything I love about The Wire, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. that's why I didn't like the fifth season because fifth season was like, what if we like reacted it up a notch? It was yeah. like, no, don't keep it at the same notch, man. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you've been you've been watching comedy. You've been half doom scrolling,
1: half doom scrolling. I mean, I or was doom scrolling, but I was always fairly optimistic even with the early numbers coming in. I was like, we know that you know this is the interest. Because you were an voting. educated voter, right? Right. Yeah. And, and you know. It's always nerve wracking because I, I really, I didn't allow myself very to think very much about what a next four years of Trump would. be No, I didn't so, either. I didn't. I didn't either.
0: I was not. I was not willing to open up to that. Same. This time. Same. And normally, I'm. I'm normally like a confront the worst kind of person. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think. I this think this time are, I was yeah. not willing to do that. Yeah.
1: yeah. It was yeah. just too dark and you know just like. And I'm a very empathetic person, so it's it's hard for me, and it's been hard for me for the past four years to, you know, be a slightly public figure, being online in any capacity, because the moment someone, like, expresses, like, pain or something, like, I, I, I can't help but... Not, you know, take it on in a way, but, like, I can't help but...
0: It impacts you. It impacts
1: me yeah. very severely. Um, and so even just... Biden being nominated, I can feel that like lessening. Like there's less pain for me to, you know, sit with every day. Um, In a way, and in another way, not, but in like a general zeitgeisty, like, oh, great, what's the worst thing that's going to happen? That's the thing that's going to happen. And this many people are going to be affected by it. Um, Yeah.
0: I mean, my siblings and I were like exchanging texts about here's mm -hmm. all the things that are now instantly different now (gasps) that Trump is not in charge. Uh Most of them were jokes. But it was just, you know, it was just like, oh, yeah, some of this stuff's like, yeah. Yeah. Like, nobody's going to be allowed to wear red hats anymore. Yeah. Great. Great. You know, F the F the Cardinals fans. Great. I'm not, you know, like, sorry, bros. Yeah. Red hats are gone. <laughs> They're like a Hitler stash. You can't do it anymore. You it's over. You can't do it. You know, just like uh, like little things like that. And mm-hmm. also big things like when I hear the Star Spangled Banner, I don't feel shame instantly. Yes. I'm yes. I'm like, oh, that's our history. You know, right. like, just like things get reclaimed emotionally. Yeah. That... You know, mm-hmm. yeah, matter. I don't, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It might be possible one day to bring my Trump impersonation back.
1: <gasps> oh, man. I don't know if I've ever... You have, because did have you see I? that
0: short film that we did? Oh, uh, yeah. I did, I did okay. the Trump on that.
1: All right. Yeah, yeah. Dang. And there was
0: a moment, I remember it, it was a uh-huh. moment right around the election when I was we, I was doing it in the office all the time, and everyone right. was like, this is great. Uh-huh. And then one day, it just wasn't
1: funny. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> just, uh, not funny It was like,
0: yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: I, you don't, doing
0: right now? I don't I don't know about that. Hey, just yeah fucking stop. <laughs> <laughs>
1: fucking stop it. Okay.
0: That's way more confrontational than comedians <laughs> really are. But they like they really just sort of like they look away and like kind of sad nod. Yeah, like that's, yeah,
1: that's the bit. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm
0: taking over your segment. What what else oh, has been no, going on?
1: I was just about to turn it on you. How okay. was how's your week? Spotlights <laughs> over
0: here. Uh yeah. it's this week was uh very stressful, but mm-hmm. I realized I crossed the threshold of amount of stuff I needed to read to not freak out.
1: Ooh, I think there, okay, I think nice. this
0: time around you needed to do some pretty real reading to mm-hmm. not freak out.
1: Yeah. Because yeah. the day
0: of the election, I got the same feeling that I got from 2016. Oh yeah. You remember. Oh, oh yeah. Where it was like, what? Yeah. Like uh that and that kept happening. And of course, Florida. Went for Trump yeah. and it was like Florida. Yeah, you know? I, yeah. I just sent a shame text to Bridget. Uh, t- told her feel shame, uh, feel uh, shame, uh, Bridget. <laughs> I, d- I did not. <laughs> uh, yeah, but so you. I feel like this time you had to like. Really know, okay, how many votes are we really talking about? What right. is the math? Where are they from? Mm-hmm. You kind of needed to do that work if you're going to doom scroll. Otherwise, mm-hmm. you were just terrified. Right. And I did that.
2: Oh. And more.
0: I was reading uh-huh. every New York Times article there was. Yeah. All week. So I don't know if I had a good time. Right. But I do know that they called for, tr- for Biden on Saturday morning. Uh-huh. And I'd gone for a walk. It was cold, finally. Oh, I love yeah, cold. Yeah, it was cold. Love oh, it. man, it's been so oh, hot it's here. It's been so hot. It's been like standing in somebody's mouth. Right. Just what a terrible...
1: <laughs> in somebody's mouth. You know what wet I mean? Wet and hot,
0: yeah. Yeah, wet and hot. And uh-huh. th- none of the good things associated with that. <laughs> no, no,
1: Not no, a single like one. Smelly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: just trying to throw that one in there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, just... And then finally it was cold outside. And I was like wearing a sweater on a walk. And I was like, <laughs> this is, you know, this is all right. This is yeah. good. And I got home, sat in that chair right there. And it, boom, news hit. Oh man! And there was a cheer that just sort of <gasps> that just sort of uh, percolated. Yes, yeah. It sort of rippled across the city, uh, and it was great.
1: It's great. It was
0: truly. great. It was like I when I was talking to, to Cody about it later mm-hmm. in the day, I was like, uh, "This was like that yub yub moment in Jedi, bro. <gasps>
2: this was yeah! y- this was our yub yub." Yeah. You know, we, <laughs> yeah. No, I. I, I yeah. Uh-huh.
0: If you think I don't know all the words, you're wrong, and I'm not going to do it for you right now, Maggie. I'm Amazing. sorry. That's I love you, right. but I can't you can do, do later. it later. Can't
1: <laughs> after we start recording. <laughs> yeah.
0: you're singing yum yum. <laughs> yeah,
1: get it up on here. Uh, so that part's mm. good.
0: Uh Still writing. I have a I have a pitch meeting this week that might be mm. cool. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Mm-hmm. For TV, actually, which is oh. uh, surprising to me because I don't. fun. TV is not uh, an avenue I think of for myself enough, I think. Mm -hmm. So that's Mm kind of fun. That's fun. So we'll see. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Um, You know, other than that, Mm -hmm. my plants are slowly dying, but uh, I'm I'm slowly getting free. Those
1: look great. Those are the ones that are suffering the
0: most. Oh, really? You haven't seen all the corpses that I took out. But from
1: far away, they look nice. That one I can tell is, That one's... It's okay. You know. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> it's,
0: okay. When Maggie says you know, you know, what she means is, it's a pile of shit. <laughs> 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 Maggie's not denying it, by the way. This is a great conspicuous tea. science. This
1: is great... <laughs> Adam made me a wonderful cup of tea and I it did. tastes like Christmas. It does. It does. It's <laughs> actually,
0: It's made by uh it's made by coffee Co- bean and tea leaf, mm. which they do not sponsor this show, so we don't get anything from me saying yet. that. Yeah, not yet. Call Their me. winter dream tea is like it's like goodness injected into your body.
1: Uh it's it's yeah. beautiful. It's
0: a hot shot of goodness.
1: Yeah, hot shot of goodness. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Isn't
0: it great? It's Cinnamony great. a little bit. Cinnamony. Ugh, great tea. It's wonderful. Yeah, coffee beans got the real tea. Anyway, I think we've done enough before yeah. we can get into our subject, don't you think?
1: I feel great. Yeah, I this feel real good. good. Yeah.
0: So um, today's episode is uh, presented by one of our patrons again.
1: Whoa. whoa it's whoa. sort of like
0: they're starting to do their job. Hey, you know what I mean? Thank
1: goodness <laughs> we got a new administration in with all these patrons and they're going to come up and do a good job. I want
0: to see where. <laughs> Yeah, that one got away from you a little yeah, bit. Yeah,
1: I was <laughs> like, "What am I doing?" here? I don't know. That, was,
0: that one got a little bit away from you. Beep, beep. I kind of like that.
1: But I heard the like backing up noise of a truck in my brain halfway <laughs> <I> through that. <laughs> this is God, I love line. this. Uh,
0: <laughs> so I'm sorry. I'm looking quickly for the producer list. Cool. Uh, I
1: think because we have we have, we have so many ones. of them. Yeah.
0: So many now. So many. Here it is. Okay, so uh, they add, we added like 15 producers this month. We I don't know if you noticed, but, uh, so we're going to take about half the list now. Maybe when we switch over to the other person's, uh, item, we'll do the other half. Sound good? Sweet. Okay. So thank you to our producers. And again, if you'd like to be a producer of this show, if you're Mm -hmm. enjoying this random cast of joy and words, Mm -hmm. you can sign up for it on the patreon.com small beans. Mm -hmm. And, uh, we are the producer tier so the producer mm-hmm. tier enables you to, to hear your name read as mm-hmm. you as some of these people will mm-hmm. and also uh to suggest topics and to vote for what we end up doing mm-hmm. for our next podcast it's quite a lot as these bosses did <laughs> so thank you to liam Burkelium burke that's a scientist, right?
1: Absolutely, or yeah. or a noble.
0: Oh, like so he's a time traveler. <laughs> yeah, I mean, in this or. example,
1: in this example, <laughs> right? He's <time-traveling>
0: <laughs> They're by the time traveling noble. So he's probably trying to get us feudal. That's what he's trying <laughs> yeah, to do. Yeah, I, I was going to say I don't like a... this guy. Yeah, is yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think
1: you're, nefarious. <laughs> Until further notice, you're on notice. <laughs> And still for the notice I think they're a time traveling noble <laughs> yeah. who's coming back to bring back the feudal Until further system. Still for notice.
0: You're on notice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you to Jake Emery, inventor mm. of the fingernail file.
1: Oh, absolutely. Right.
0: <laughs> he invented it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. along so. with his friend so. Board.
0: Yep. It's a it's a joint venture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. It's like uh-huh. Parker Brothers, but for fingernails. For fingernails. Yeah. Melissa.
1: Oh. Hey, hey. Hey, That's thanks a great Melissa. Name. Thanks Melissa.
0: I like to think it's Melissa Etheridge.
2: Oh,
1: right? Dear. Oh, come to my window. That's, she's been coming to your window. Yeah,
0: Yeah, girl. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, we're skipping Adam because that's actually me. I actually I, <gasps>
1: you <laughs> I, became a producer. I subscribed
0: <laughs> to, to see the feed in my phone, and I haven't fixed it yet. That's and uh, So thank you to me. Great. for my you. ten bucks. You, uh, Christopher Williams. Christopher
1: Williams. He seems great. Yeah. I, I feel like we can now say, probably not brother of, you know, the Williams who is a uh, famous... <laughs> who is John. Who is John. <laughs> yeah. um, I, you know, and again, until you prove me wrong, I but I think... I think, you know, we've learned enough. I think
0: he's a fencer, at least.
1: Uh, at least, at yeah. least. Minimum fencer. Minimum fencer. Yeah,
0: could be. A, I could see him owning a yacht.
1: Right. Or, you know, maybe you do play the tuba. Like, you play one instrument, oh. but he might not be the one. Who plays
0: straighter. the tuba after high school band?
1: After no one. So that, <laughs> that, that instrument gets exist. dropped and immediately. Yeah, yeah. No yeah. one end. plays a tuba outside of sixth through twelfth grade. So,
0: there, okay, so just bear in mind. So, you're 30 <laughs> years old and you're like, you know, something sad happened or whatever, and you're like, I'm just going to play some jam for a little while. There's no Nobody's tuba. picking up that <laughs> yeah. tuba.
1: It, it'll, it'll dematerialize in your fingers as soon yeah. as you pick it up. Yeah. Sorry.
0: Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. That's a thing I never thought about till <laughs> today. Wow. Uh, Nathan Wells. Nathan Wells. Thank you, sir. Hope you're I, a known doing author. Well. Yeah. Author. Uh, oh, you author. Some like oh, help yeah. books mostly. Oh, that's nice.
1: Yeah. Difficult.
0: I don't know what you're whispering to Nathan Wells, but, I have, but hey, don't that's tell, for you. Don't
2: tell
1: it, listeners, but I got your joke.
2: <laughs>
1: Great. Okay.
0: Great. Would you like to handle uh, the next one? Yes. The next couple?
1: I haven't I pulled it up. But I oh, forgive me. Been. I I,
0: tried. I don't have it displayed for you. That's
1: all right. Uh, yeah, I remember Abe sending it to Abe us. Abe did
0: send it to you. Uh, in the meantime, I'll thank one of our other producers, Jason Miller.
1: Miller. Right. Yeah. Jason,
0: sure, Miller. inventor of beer. Yes, that, that that Jason Miller. Yeah, I don't really. I, Jason Miller unfortunately didn't evoke an immediate image in my brain. Other than maybe he's maybe he's involved in farming somehow.
1: He could be. Oh, uh, yeah, like horticulturalist maybe. Yes, uh, I like that idea. or uh, a serial killer, Jason. <laughs> Firewalker is the next. <laughs> person um who i think we can now assume is not uh is not a nug of weed who became our producer well,
0: i feel like we're not gonna i feel like we're always gonna assume that okay okay right? well, gl- this uh, is this is cannabis's uh, contribution is cannabis.
1: until further notice i will picture you as a nug of weed wearing sunglasses firewalker
0: the only way nugs of weed go around Right. It's their class. only attire. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they yeah. don't wear anything else.
1: Smoking themselves. Yeah. You know. Oh,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Obviously. Obviously. Please continue.
1: Uh, Christopher Olsen Christopher with a K.
0: Yeah, that's the thing we haven't thought about so far with this boss. Right,
1: right, 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 talking about Olsen
0: twins, what's up with that K what's Christopher? What's up with
1: that K? Although, of the two ways to spell Christopher, I think I prefer the K way.
0: Okay, so but that means you want this guy to be like a Danish lord or something, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah,
1: or like a children's author. Yeah, um, <laughs> we've got. A, there's been a lot of peasantry and children so I far know. today. We're trying to create a narrative that does not exist, but clearly uh, not.
0: Richard R. Kaminsky, I think yeah. my favorite thing about this person, who also, by the way, has submitted several emails, very kind.
1: Aww, yes, very great. kind. Well, thank
0: you. Uh, one of what actually one of them was: Why couldn't you guys do uh, something about video games or books?
1: Which was a great question We can Yes
0: The issue is It just takes up a heck of a lot more time So it's one of those things Where if we ever greenlit an idea That was like Video games or books, Mm -hmm. it would be like, hey, we'll do it it in a few months. Uh, You'll get something else Mm -hmm. for this month. Right. Because it would take that long to do it. Mm -hmm. But we're not saying no. We have talked about it before.
1: Mm -hmm. I think when we originally came up with the idea, books was one of the main things. But us saying that. But then we're like, when the fuck are you
0: going to read that book, bro? And You're like, I haven't read a book since college. (laughs) It's like a tuba. (laughs) Books disappear after college.
1: Books disappear. Boom. And like that. Gone. It's
0: gone. Okay.
1: Uh, who? Uh, Nicholas Fabian. Yeah, Fabian. Oh, you went Fabian this time. Oh, I was like, that's closer to Fabio. Although uh, I think it's probably
0: Fabian. Apparently, I believe this was the gentleman who we said wore a cape.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, which yeah, I'm yeah.
0: Not retracting that. No, no, no. And uh, I think
1: maybe also not a full mask, but like one of those Phantom uh, of the Opera masks. masks. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. So he's Phantom of the Opera. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. The, have All you ever, to say, if you wear a
0: cane out, mm-hmm. do you also? Sorry, not a cane. If you wear a cape out, right. do you have to have a cane? Yes. You can't have cape no cane, right? Uh,
1: well, if you're if you're a cape, then you're you're a swinging superhero. That's uh, insane.
0: Nobody's doing <laughs> that's that. That's
1: insane. Nobody's well, see, doing and that's that. why you got to add the the cane so people know. No, no, no you just mean business. Um, <laughs> you're not. You know, you're not a silly prancy mean boy. <laughs>
0: What's that mean? When you get a couple of like young thug types, you're gonna yeah, you're gonna you gonna yeah. administer
1: justice, or like you know you're gonna you're, you're a vampire, you're gonna like sink some teeth right. into the Obviously, some necks. vampires. I, right. Yes. Okay.
0: Just brief note on superheroes, on uh-huh. uh, real life superheroes. Yeah, there are people that do this a friend of mine was shooting a documentary about it in film school. Uh-huh. Mostly what they do is like go out and like hand out water to like innocent civilians and stuff. Oh,
1: in caves? It is very, yeah. That's cute.
0: Yeah, I know. Oh, I think you yeah. like it. It's uh-huh. also like you're insane.
1: Right? <laughs> yeah, 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 Also, not, none of that theatrics Congratulations. <laughs>
0: That's not climbing walls. That's handing out water.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Better than nothing. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Anyway, Mm -hmm. Adam Duncan, a regular contributor to our email thread.
1: Aww, thank you, Adam Duncan. Thanks, Adam Duncan. Uh, After that is Patrick.
0: Seems like his name to me is to be screamed, right?
1: Patrick.
0: Yeah, like his mom's disapproving of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Patrick. Okay. Patrick.
1: (laughs) Sorry, Patrick. That it sounds anything like your mom. I'm terribly sorry.
0: you're going to have kids by 40, right? Yeah, Almost yeah. Almost certainly. Probably, yeah. I, I need just like, I need a, an occasional check-in where I'm watching how you're parenting the kids. <laughs> oh, I need to see how I'm that's happening. A,
1: I, I've been a nanny for most of my life. Yeah. My first job was yeah. nannying for a boy. So I've been around children my whole life. Yeah. And oh, I know what makes <laughs> and, them work and I can control them. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> I can
0: make them do my will. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, we're gonna get. We're gonna check in with the rest of our producers uh, when we switch sides Eww. on our discussion Eww. today. But the topic that our patrons so so lovingly picked for mm-hmm. us is um, they picked movies that get better on rewatching. Better
1: on rewatch.
0: Better on rewatching. Yeah. Now this is a much more analytical topic than it is. we normally tackle. It is. So I'm gonna push. To try to make it about emotions if I can.
1: I think, yeah. Because
0: that's more fun to me than like talking about what the movie is. Right, right. uh, Personally. Mm. Uh, And for our patrons, that's how I will always approach these kind of topics. Right. So, um, do you mind if I go first? Because normally I don't. Okay, great.
2: (laughs) Okay, great. Well, that.
0: So I selected P.T. Anderson's The Master. The Master. The Master. Mm -hmm. Uh, Briefly, this is a Scientology like movie like, yes. that follows a uh, and a very severe alcoholic mm-hmm. who sort of joins the movement and then like hangs out with them yeah. and we sort of see how the movement works and then ultimately leaves mm-hmm. because he doesn't fit in yeah and that's really it yeah that's really what that's the movie really is that's really
1: it yeah
0: and if you're hearing me sound like that doesn't sound like much of a movie i agree with you it doesn't it, sound like right, much of a movie
1: right that was <laughs> what i
0: felt when I watched it the first time. Interesting. In yeah, I didn't think it was bad. Right, right. But I, but right. I definitely was like, this is a lot of uh, sound and fury mm-hmm. signifying nothing.
1: Right, right. Uh, which
0: I do think... He- P. T. Anderson does sometimes.
1: Absolutely. There are a lot of uh, there are a lot of movies of his that I love, and a lot of them are just like, Aw, I can't why? I
0: thought that Pinchon adaptation was real bad.
1: Which one what about? It
0: was it wasn't Gravity Trans. It was it. Uh, he did an adaptation of of a pinchon movie. Mm, like mm-hmm. uh, I, I, the name of it escaped my brain just now. We'll look it up later. No worries. Uh, it was the one before Phantom Thread that he oh, did. Oh, okay, okay. And uh it was just not good, yeah, I didn't think. Yeah. Uh, he, he, I would say he sort of pivoted as a filmmaker to a new tone mm-hmm. and style mm-hmm. with There Will Be Blood. Yeah, that, that was yeah. a pivot, and yeah. it was, that was a great pivot. Great
1: pivot. Love.
0: There will be blood. And the master is more in. It's like sort of more of that, mm-hmm. and I would argue he's just kind of kept on that trajectory as mm-hmm. a filmmaker since then. Yeah, and they've all gotten more obtuse. Yeah, I think the master now is his best movie uh, since since of his, there will be blood. Right. Since there will be blood. Mm-hmm. There will be blood is. Maybe my favorite of his movies. Mm -hmm. But since then, The Master is the best. And I think they've kind of declined since then. Yeah. What did you think of the movie? Because you watched it before, right?
1: Yes. Yeah. I had seen it before. um, And I liked it before. Uh, For me, I kind of felt similarly. Although, like, I guess when I was watching it, you know, I I love Walking Phoenix. And I think specifically Mm -hmm. in this role... Fucking explodes out of the water. This
0: is my I think his best acting by a wide berth. A
1: wide berth. Like and I
0: include Gladiator. He was mm-hmm. incredible in Gladiator. Mm-hmm. And I would include Joker. Which I, I, I also I, thought he was good in that.
1: Yes, yeah.
0: This is unbelievable.
1: Oh, unbelievable. Just the scene where um uh, uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman is first asking him questions, you know, like and yeah. do you, and just uh, the, the the character that Walking plays is simulta- simultaneously so like grounded because he's just like a guy yeah. in a way. He's just he's, a guy. He's exactly. He's just a guy and that is actually as an actor like that is harder to achieve than I than a lot of people who don't act like think it is. Um. Yeah, but just the way that he crafted this full character.
0: I, I yeah, mm. that's really what it is. Mm-hmm. It's like it's not just that he has weird eccentricities. It's right. that like this is a very distinct and complete person. Yeah. Who like, I mean, he's not just the the, the quirks, and he's not even just his flaws. Mm-hmm. He's also just like a whole thing. Like he yeah. like he's not that smart, but he right. is kind of like. He, he is kind of like there's a vicious intelligence to him, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. a street intelligence, if you will. Yeah. And he he has a lot of that. Mm-hmm. And he kind of does see through bullshit, but he's also kind of a dope. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And like I'm I'm really just sort of admiring the things I abstract from who he is. Mm-hmm. But I feel like you could spend a good 30 minutes just describing who this person is. Yeah. And it would never fully encapsulate what he did. Right. That's incredible. It's incredible. Right?
1: And the way the way that he is kind of, in a way, just playing a guy, that's kind of the reason he ends up not fitting in with, right. it, the, with the environment because he, uh, you know. Now, see,
0: that's interesting. Okay, yeah. so... so First of all, mm-hmm. so we have the same impression. And part of why the movie improves is because you don't have a, any expectations anymore, right? That, yes, so yeah. So there's that. Mm-hmm. That's not the only reason it improves.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I think the biggest reason is once you let go of your expectations, like, and really when I say expectations, I mean once you let go of this is how movies work. Yeah, that's yeah. That's really what you have to do for yeah. this movie. I expect the movie to have scenes that are tight and mm-hmm. they... And this movie doesn't have that. This movie's like, no, you're gonna you're gonna sit around and kind of coast in some of these scenes, and they Uh won't always seem to have a point. Yeah, and because of that, it's like a more effective uh, undermining of a charlatan. I think Mm -hmm. most movies about charlatans are and like just fakes Mm -hmm. are like, thrillers on some level.
1: Yeah, it's like the filmmaker feels the need to be like, he's a charlatan, and here, I'll show you how. Don't worry, I'll show you how.
0: And and you're sort of, you're constantly examining the person in this, like, very cinematic way Mm -hmm, that's mm -hmm. like, oh, there's some untruth, but he's still good. Oh, no, he's just a liar. And then slowly he descends into, you know, Mm -hmm. fucking... Uh, Al Pacino in Devil's Advocate, right? Right, right. right.
1: <laughs> like, a, <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, I think he might be a charlatan right, at exactly. this point. Right, exactly. You know yeah. what I mean? Like
0: he slowly just said, he's a <laughs> You know? Uh-huh. That's not what, this movie doesn't do that. It has those beats, mm-hmm. but but really everything that's wrong with, uh, the, sci- with the, the Scientologist figure, mm-hmm. uh, whose name I totally blanked on, mm-hmm. is there the whole time. Yeah. Like it like the seeds of it are there the whole time. Mm-hmm. His sort of the fact that he has no like his judgment is bad mm-hmm. is there the whole time. Mm-hmm. Like uh this Walking Phoenix in some way is like a Is almost like a stain for their organization and exposes their organization, if you will. Uh They should never have had him in it. Right. This guy can't be in a fake religion. Yeah. Because he's too, you can't fix him. Mm -hmm. He's too broken. You can't fix him. Yeah. Which is sort of
1: what the movie is. I know. Really fast. Oh man. And to speak specifically about what you just brought up there, again, it's a very brief moment. um, But again, on the rewatch, those are the fun things to look for. Um, It is one of the earlier scenes where uh, I think Philip Seymour Hoffman, it's after the wedding, where the camera's kind of on walking, but again, like nothing important is happening. But you see in the background that Philip Seymour Hoffman can't shut the fuck up and people are expecting him to stop talking. Exactly. But he won't. And so people, you see. People kind of in the back being like, oh, you know, like being like, oh, we need to give him attention again. And people are kind of confused, which is great because they, because that's how it feels to be around someone like that. Yes. He doesn't know when to stop, doesn't know. It still feels
0: cinematic in the sense that movies never feel like reality. Right. Like that's mm-hmm. a thing. Like movies don't feel like reality. Mm-hmm. And there's a reason for that because we don't want reality. We, right. we, we want a, a distilled version of. Mm-hmm. life that teaches us mm-hmm. and entertains us that's what we want mm-hmm. and pt anderson manages to kind of take peel a big layer of how movies feel mm-hmm. off of this movie mm-hmm. and not in like a documentary way
2: right but right. just
0: in like a no no you're going to have those like those things that you edit out of scenes like mm-hmm. people kind of standing around not talking mm-hmm. or like you know the tension of like he's not going to stop talking right uh, or like they just like all the mundane stuff is where you feel the falseness of this guy, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that was that's very insightful. Mm-hmm. You know, um, like I feel like P.T. Anderson is like Kubrick in the sense mm-hmm. that he demands that you turn your brain on more than you turn your feelings on. Yeah. Right? Yeah.
1: And, and those often go hand in hand, you know, especially, you know, when you're watching someone on screen, you know, you're identifying with them. So, you know, part of you, I think, will be like emotionally affected by those things. But yes, like, uh, I think for him, it, I think he probably, yeah, like, I guess I don't know what... I, I, he likes peeling off the veneer because, yeah, he yeah. wants you to feel... And again, especially for this particular project, it helps you feel like you are also stuck on that ship in a way. Oh,
0: right? Yeah. yeah. It,
1: it, and again, feels less like a movie, more like you're stuck on a ship with like a, an Elron Hubbard-type person yeah, I mean, it
0: is fascinating. Like on a on, when you sit here and think about it, mm. boiling down what this movie is about, like it's really about a guy who is so difficult to manage <laughs> mm. that a cult won't keep him around.
1: Yeah, that's a
0: good logline. Yeah, it's not the logline for what this movie feels like.
1: Right, right. Uh, and it's probably not the logline that he told people, but it wouldn't surprise me so that's either. what when he is thinking like, okay, but what you know, what how actually am I going to yeah. execute this? So.
0: I think the thing that I think is most impactful about this movie is mm-hmm. I, I don't actually think the Scientology critique is that meaningful. I think it's fine. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's also
1: Elron uh, Hubbard was also entire like he was not an alcoholic. He was completely sober, which is sure, a very different. Sure, right. He's a straight change. edge. Yeah, but
2: mm-hmm.
0: the drinking for Joaquin Phoenix's character's drinking, yeah, is uh, I think one of the most difficult things to watch mm. that I've ever seen in a movie. Like, not like, I mean, certainly there's like torture scenes and stuff. Right, right. But like, this guy is mixing gas. Yeah. Like, gasoline yeah. with his liquor. This guy's drinking like, like, uh, rubbing alcohol. Yeah. Stuff that's like, oh no, don't Straight do that. Straight up poison. Don't do that. Yeah. Uh, mm. yeah. I mm. I have a friend who's, uh, in late stage alcoholism right now, mm. which is a bummer.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, even this person would not do what this guy's doing, mm-hmm. and it's 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 interesting how mean and capable this guy still is. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. You know, like
0: like he's just riveting. I think. Yeah, I think yes. he's completely riveting. Yeah, um, I, he's also to me a great vision of like what happens when you don't find people who care about you.
1: Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah, that's yeah. that's what's
0: really. That's the terrifying thing about him I mm-hmm. think. Is like this guy has just been released by the world.
1: Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. This is
0: all he has. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what we're all scared of, right? Yeah. Like that's who he is. Like so he can he can drink his gasoline and fucking beer.
1: Right, cuz who who's Slushy. who's caring about, you know, who's you know.
0: And it's I mean that's pretty fucking dark, man. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, and I like I I just think like it's one of those experiences where if you want to have like a really profound vision into human nature,
1: mm-hmm.
0: this movie has that. Mm-hmm. But it's not accessible because you show up with a movie grid.
1: Right, right, right. You know, and you have yeah. to turn it
0: off. And I don't think everything he's done since has been as robust mm-hmm. as this movie is. Mm-hmm. Also, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Philip
1: uh. Seymour Hoffman. His, his fucking mustache
0: deserves an Academy Award.
1: Oh, man. Yeah. I, I
0: just love watching him work. Have you ever seen Before the Devil Knows You're Dead? Yeah. That movie. Yes. Ooh, that's another one. That movie uh, was an A-plus the first time I watched it, uh,
1: though. Yeah. Uh, it's great. Well, And again, not to keep talking about Queen's Gambit, but in, <laughs> in, a, in a very similar manner, I feel like they as well, Um, and in a... TV formats strip away some of the, like, conventional, you know, you know, things that, you know, are almost like, all right, it's a TV show. They really, they make an effort to strip that away. And also, it does deal very heavily with, like, addiction and, and alcoholism. Yeah.
0: Um, it takes such guts to rip a movie down to this pace. Like, yeah. it takes serious guts. Like, because... Mm-hmm. You're, everything about making movies trains you to do the opposite thing. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And, like, there's such a thing as being indulgent, obviously. Right, like, right. like, when we went and watched that Tarantino flick, I, we both had that feeling. Oh, about, yeah. You we know, were like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like, yeah <laughs> en- enough, bro. Uh-huh. This doesn't feel like that to me, though.
1: No, no, no. I don't need. And I, for me, I mean, I'm a person that doesn't like rules. So like, as you know, right. every time I learn a film rule, I'm like, okay, but, okay, but like, but I'm let's, gonna, okay, I'm well, about let's rake break it. it. How about, here's your thirds. Right, right, right. And, <laughs> yeah. You know, and like, and, well, and here's 10 reasons in my brain when it would be advantageous to not do that. You 100%. Know? Um, y- but you,
0: you and every filmmaker, by yeah, the way. exactly. Every exactly. filmmaker everyone's us.
1: like but But it, it is fun to see someone do that and not in a detrimental way because so many other their directors will think they're doing that, and then present something that's just like, no, this completely falls apart. I
0: mean, there's only really like ten or fifteen people at a time in mm-hmm. the business who get to make something that's just singularly what they want to make.
1: Yeah, that's that's very true. And he's mm-hmm. one of them. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, this is that, mm-hmm. and like you know, and there's David Lynch, and then there's you know, uh, and there's some big name filmmakers who will get to make their indie film that is what they want to make.
1: Right, right. But like.
0: PT Anderson basically gets to make kind of whatever he wants and mm-hmm. he has for I would say basically since Magnolia like yeah. Magnolia is the beginning of whatever you want to make man you get to make it mm-hmm. um so it's I think that's what it takes to make a movie that is like pacing is, everything about pacing is different. Mm-hmm, everything mm-hmm. you've learned about movie pacing, fuck all of that. Yeah, yeah. Like He has a, he has like a mile and a half dolly shot in this movie. <laughs>
2: Whoa. They laid oh, dolly yeah. down
0: for that motorcycle. Oh my so, God. So the audience here, it's like, mm-hmm. just to educate everybody. So a dolly is like a cart, right, that you put on rails, sort of mm-hmm. like a tiny little railroad cart Ooh. that you put a camera on. Mm-hmm. And anytime you do these like smooth moves, Mm-hmm. They're on a dolly, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, unless it's like a crane shot where it's kind of swooping in or whatever. Mm-hmm. So that's like a basic filmmaking tool. It's a thing you learn immediately in film school. Mm-hmm. You
1: can make them homemade with yeah. skateboard. You and know. Many yeah. people do, right? Yep. Uh,
0: so this, there, in this movie, there's a motorcycle scene where like you're watching, I want to say it's Philip Seymour Hoffman, mm-hmm. riding a motorcycle mm-hmm. for like a mile mm-hmm. or like a mile and a half. And it's in a dolly shot, meaning that the dolly, the camera is riding alongside him on a dolly. Oh my god! That means they built that. Yeah, (laughs) they built that shot, Uh, and you watch it, and it's and like there is something exhilarating about it because you've never seen it in a movie before, right? Because nobody would ever
2: do that, (laughs) right?
0: (laughs) Unbelievable. Uh, Yeah, Uh, I'd like to switch gears if you don't mind. Let's do Uh, it. I I have one last question. Uh Do you think that? he should that do you think that P.T. Anderson should continue to make movie. these movies that are sort of chasing his singular vision is he Man, are they I still know. relevant to I, you
1: he did Mother right
0: he did not do Mother he that's Aronofsky do, that's
1: Aronofsky okay <laughs> that's a whole other story um I yeah.
0: you know Swam really likes Mother Really, you and Swam should have a talk about that. We
1: should, because there are things that I, the thing that I most dislike about it is what Darren Aronofsky has said about his own movie, which uh, almost ruined it for me. He's
0: (laughs) he's interesting because he he's really interested in the Bible right now.
1: Yeah, yeah, and that's weird. I know uh,
0: because like like, he's not a he's not a faithful person.
1: No, no. So I don't know why he's so interested in it.
0: I I, I do like his adaptations. I think they're really interesting. Yeah, yeah. Like the Noah
1: adaptation. And I never saw it. It was
0: really interesting. It's not good, mm-hmm. but it's really interesting because mm. it's faithful to the text. Weird. So you say weird, weird, nobody has read that text except for, like, you know, not, not well, nobody. yeah. The, Most people have not read it. So mm-hmm. there's things in that text that are weird. Mm-hmm. Well, the and measurements. He put all the weird things in it. Like there's a yes. thing called Nephilim huh. that's in the Bible text. Uh-huh. Go read it. And uh-huh. like it's it the Bible text just says, and in those days the Nephilim were on the earth. Mm-hmm. So like in this Noah movie, there's these weird rock monsters. Because that's what he interpreted the Nephilim to be. And everyone's weird. like, what is this garbage you're making up? And he's like, no, no, it's in the text. The, the, and it is.
2: Weird,
1: you're like, what? Oh, weird, uh. I
0: love it. Mm-hmm. I am I'm, I'm way in on that. I think yeah. that's great. I'm super <laughs> in on that. I love it. It's so dumb. Uh, Aronofsky's not as uh Baranowski doesn't have the compassion, right? That that's Anderson the has. thing,
1: and it's also like, oh, so the Phantom Thread was probably like the last one that I saw that he I think did. It's the last one he did, yeah. yeah. And it was just like, dude, I, I don't know. I, to me, I just get disinterested when I feel like the directors aren't, you know. He was also <laughs>
0: DPing that movie.
1: Oh really? I think that's
0: part of why, hmm. I, and. It makes sense because, of course, it's the story of a person who's a craftsman,
1: right? Right. Like, and that's right. that's
0: when movies start to get boring. Is when like the director only has their own story to tell. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like what, and like especially when they're successful, right? Because Be- it's like because like well, that's not a life anybody can relate to, right? Like right. being a being a bazillionaire and an artist for money and mm-hmm. being applauded for everything you make is a thing ten people live through every year, like, right? Like maybe, yeah. So like. Don't make that movie. Yeah, nobody can relate to that. Right,
1: and then to me, it's like the, the him, me being like, "Wow, you didn't know that you maybe shouldn't have made that movie." You, you like, can't know that anymore. Man.
0: There is that point for all these artists where mm-hmm. like they just can't know anymore. Yeah, like I, f- I, I mean, as we see in every field, mm-hmm. success just warps the ability to connect to what people feel. Yeah, that's true. It just does. Mm-hmm. It, like, uh, you know, those those new Star Wars from Lucas are the best example ever, right? Oh, my God, yeah. Yeah, like, you, oh, don't, you don't even know what you did. Yeah. You don't even know what you made. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. we've taken up plenty of time on this. I'd like to go thank a few more producers, wouldn't you?
1: Let's do it. I'd love to do that. Let's we'll do it. I'd
0: love to do that. Uh, so, thank you to Jessica M.
1: Jessica M.
0: Don't you think of her as, like, a spy? Yeah. Yeah, right?
1: Totally spies. She could be like
0: a young adult spy.
1: Absolutely. Like like
0: spy kids, but like PG-13. PG-13. Right? So there's makeouts and stuff, Mm -hmm. you know? And
1: she can say shit, not shiitake mushrooms. Remember (laughs) that joke from kids wow 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 indeed wow indeed would you like to think the next person absolutely Bob Grenville
0: Bob Grenville Bob who by McConville. the way as you remember mm-hmm. wished you hello last night from uh, from my uh, stream aww yeah, yeah.
1: thanks Bob yep. well
0: great that's right yeah uh, Peter Jones mm-hmm. sure sure seems like a great guy
1: seems like a great guy maybe a singer I don't know <laughs> Sure. Mr. Jones. Oh, like a crooner? Yeah. We don't have any Peter crooners Jones. anymore. See, we don't have crooners. We need another
0: Weights. We need a clone Weights.
1: I, I feel like people, I think like for young, for younger women, like Shawn Mendes is like the, the modern crooner. Is
0: James Blake a crooner to you? What does he say? He, he does all that like weird, like sparse, oh. uh, like it's not dubstep, but it's like electronic sort right. of melody stuff. The most famous song I can think of is like that one that was in The Leftovers. Right, that oh, one. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, you know, like, yeah. You yeah, yeah. he's got yeah, yeah. that haunting
1: thing. <laughs> yeah. You know? I mean, I guess they Is all have the same.
0: Okay, Tom Waits belongs on the clone list. I yeah. think that's, by the way, that's the thing I'm going to bring back up again because so does Fauci. Fauci <laughs> and Tom Waits. Uh-huh. A, every generation deserves a Tom Waits and a Fauci.
1: I absolutely agree. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. point
0: that out. Mm-hmm. Let's continue.
1: Let's continue. Uh, who next? Ben! Good old Ben. Sure. Ben. Yeah. The name of my.
0: I think he's good at curling. Like he's good at the man. Olympic event curling.
1: Yeah, like you used to do hockey, but you kind of it was too bad around your joints. So you're like, I'll try curling, yeah. and you were just great at it.
0: Oh, yeah. Isn't that fun? Although, how many people are playing that? Curling? Yeah. How many people are doing that? Probably
1: not. I think it's popular in Canada. Yeah, I think it's a Can Canadian. I, uh, you
0: could tell me it's anywhere with ice, and I'd believe it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> can I just uh, one sacrilegious idea? Yeah, absolutely. Maybe the only reason it's an Olympic sport is because no one's doing it. <laughs> like yeah. Is there is there a LeBron is there a LeBron James of curling? <laughs> Maybe there is. Maybe
1: there is. I don't know this person. Cuz someone let us if anyone knows the world of curling. If anyone
0: knows the LeBron James of curling, yeah. please send them our podcast. Yeah. Hey, we like you. We'll
1: send them uh, some flowers if we get their name. Be like,
0: okay, you're on the hook for that now. Okay,
1: so. I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> right. Someone tell me who the top curling person is.
0: And Maggie will buy that human flowers. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Congratulations on being good at it. Congratulations
0: on your curling. Yeah. Here is flowers. Here is flower. Great. Uh, Here is flower. Joel Harper.
1: Joel Harper. We've we told many
0: stories about Joel Harper. Yeah. And most of them involve beer, as I recall.
1: I do. Re- yes, because, yeah. yes. Um, you ever think of maybe he just,
0: like, tunes, pianos?
1: I was going to say, like, a traveling minstrel yeah. who, who sings at bars. Oh. You know, he, he'll come into a art. bar. Yeah, I'm yeah. Trying to bring that back. I, oh, man, once COVID's over, I would love to bring back the traveling bard. Well, people used to story. get their news that
0: way. Can you imagine? <sighs> Can you imagine if, uh, you know, Joel Harper's just like, let me come, let me tell you the story of Biden. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, right? <laughs> I'm going to sing you the news. Mom. <laughs> <laughs> and Mitch McConnell did not agree.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Love that. Uh, I would love that. What well,
0: a great idea. Joel, you're a great guy. You're a great guy. Really like Speaking of music, here's your favorite, here's yeah. your favorite guy. Zach Gibson. <laughs> Maggie loves this. Maggie loves you, Zach Gibson. Yeah. Yeah. Garrett Cooper. Garrett Cooper. A.K.A. Asking Seven. What a hero. What
1: a hero.
2: <laughs> hero
0: for all of us.
1: Yes. Thank you so much for saving our democracy, Garrett Cooper. <laughs> yes.
0: Thank you. <laughs> Benjamin Egan.
1: Egan. That
0: guy runs like an oil company or something, Yeah. Like yeah. yeah.
1: Or he like raised dragons.
0: Oh, We went in very different directions. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was like,
1: uh, in a w- or old a gas <laughs> station while raising dragons.
0: <laughs> I didn't say gas station. I said an oil company.
1: But. Uh, <laughs> me, he works similar, at an
0: Exxon. similar thing. He works at a mobile gas <laughs> station and he raises a dragon in his free yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A cool guy, this guy is. He's a cool guy. Okay. I like pie Guy. Pie I guy. like 3.14. What a wonderful Badum, person. Sh-
1: uh, a couple of days ago, I had a very wonderful um, lemon meringue pie. Ooh. It was delicious. Oh. I love it.
0: Didn't you, one time you promised me like some weird kind of cookie that I never got. Probably. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> oh, uh, well, I didn't have, my oven was broken for a long time, but I, we just got a new oven.
0: So cookies so, are uh, incoming. Cookies are incoming. Get that mouth open. <laughs> cookies are flying in. <laughs> uh, Gage Jennings. All right. Yeah.
1: Let me gauge sure. your, yeah, yeah, okay. Dad, Great. dad, you get it. <laughs> Great.
0: I thought he was like a video game character. I immediately thought Gage Jennings okay. is like, he's like in Final Fight 8 or whatever. Yeah, you know? I'm
1: picturing his little avatar like oh, yeah. turning and I'm yeah. putting on little skimpy clothes on him.
0: <laughs> do you always, do you always strip your avatars down to near the nudity? I dress the men in,
1: yeah. in, in bikinis sure. as close as I can get. The uh, women, I let them wear whatever they want. I understand why. So. I know. understand. Just my own little. <laughs> <laughs> your own little rebellion against patriarchy. Early, like, also, your
0: own little lust. Your own little lust quest. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, yeah. Later on, you're like, that's uh, yeah, you know, uh, pretty good. Like uh, that.
1: Yeah. I like watching abs. <laughs> I've, 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 I've
0: heard of abs. <laughs> I've heard about them. <laughs>
1: never seen them. But. <laughs>
0: never seen them. Never seen them. They're a myth to me. Kyle Schrotel. God, what a great name! Beep, beep, beep. Kyle Schrotel You couldn't even uh, put that name in a screenplay. No,
1: they'd be like, What the? fuck
0: They'd be like, Changes, Okay, please. make it a real name, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This That's is a too... crazy name.
1: Uh huh. Yeah, Kyle
0: yeah. Schrotel I'm Sorry, he's Kyle. with his friend B- Matt Batman. Matt, <laughs> Batman.
1: <laughs> yeah. Matt Batman. Uh, okay. Mm. Tony Fahey, thank
0: you. Fahey, thank you so much. Yeah, Tony, thank, thank you
1: so much.
0: You. I think he makes glass. He's, yeah he just makes He's a glass maker I was
1: gonna say In an artistic sense Or like an industrial sense Oh no
0: I like glass like vases Like he's oh. like burning glass you Okay know? Yeah, yeah. yeah yeah She got really bummed By the idea of industrial glass Industrial <laughs> that glass That sounds horrible Does
1: he make windows <laughs> <laughs> Sad
2: sad, <laughs> sad. that's
0: going to get funny again when <laughs> trump's out of office the word sad in a tweet uh, is going to get real funny so, yeah
2: yeah that's right. going to get very funny sad
0: also you know what else is coming back mm. charles in charge theme song coming back
2: yeah we
0: can't sing it without guilt now cuz it's got bail but once trump's out of the office
1: <laughs> new boy is in the neighborhood <laughs> new boy uh mm.
0: daniel christensen daniel christensen seems like a decent person
1: uh, uh you're like a fellow that my grandma would be like have you talked to Daniel Christensen in a while. Oh, I'd like, be like, Grandma, do you-
0: like she's setting you up with Daniel. Christensen? Yeah, and
1: it's like I've been with the same person for five years. <laughs> so, he,
0: so this is your this is your grandma's betrothed for you. Yes, That's yeah. that's who Daniel Christensen is. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, so I sorry, believe that Daniel. And yes. this is
0: in between her making you Mickey Mouse shit ice cream and stuff, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, yep. mm-hmm. All right, Care Bear.
1: Carrie Lewis.
0: A.K.A. Care Bear. A.K.A. Care Bear. AKA Sheriff. Aww. A.K.A. Carrie Noir, okay. A.K.A. Buddies.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, Aww, yeah. Oh, Carrie. Hey.
0: Real buddy. Welcome, welcome. Yep, welcome. Adamantanium Jell-O.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's like Jell-O that definitely has some secret uh, government shit in it.
0: Add it like Adamantanium? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah like yeah, metal? Yeah, you know. It's like Jell-O, but it's metal. But it's metal. And he's like... That's true. And we're like, yeah, we saw. Mm-hmm. Thanks. We know. Thank Thanks you. Thanks, Boss. <laughs> Doc junk. Garby. Look at this sweet guy. Doc Garby. Doc Garby, by the way, makes fan art. So oh. look out. Oh. Look out. He's going to he's gonna cartoonify you any minute now.
1: I'm very excited. Yeah.
0: You've probably been cartoonified before. Probably. And, and uh, also our friend, John Ford.
1: John Ford. The
0: resurrected director. Oh.
2: You know, director
0: of The Searchers.
1: Oh, I see. great movie. Oh, right. Director of, uh,
0: I believe, High Noon. I think he directed okay. High Noon. Right. That movie is amazing. Wow. High Noon, fucking awesome. I think Stagecoach. John huh? Ford used to, this is an amazing story, mm-hmm. briefly. John Ford used to get told by the studio, hey, why don't you add like mediums and close ups and stuff? He's like, sounds good.
1: Mm-hmm. And then he would like
0: roll it and he'd put his hat in front of the camera because he didn't want those shots in his movie.
1: Oh, whoa. So That's he'd only baller. deliver.
0: He would only deliver to the editor what he wanted in the movie. That's pretty brilliant. That's fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah super amazing. good. Yeah. Okay. And finally, we don't want to miss this person,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Michael J. Hudson.
1: Michael J. Hudson. A late
0: ad, but we still love you.
1: Yes. Thank you so much for joining the party. Welcome to the team. Whoa, party!
0: Okay, oh. Maggie, we're mm-hmm. we're going way long right
1: now. Oh, are we <laughs> all right? We- we, we're
0: sailing into the hour mark right now, and oh, you haven't even started wonderful. here. But I I want to give this movie. <laughs> As much time as I possibly can, please tell us what movie you selected, Maggie Mayfish. Um,
1: so I selected the the gem, and I call it a gem because again, upon rewatch, it, it almost gets more and more polished the more wow. the more you look into the eyes of Jennifer's body. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Jennifer's body Jennifer's
1: body
0: Jennifer Please give us a summary Of Jennifer's body
1: Oh man How to Okay so Jennifer's body Is a story of uh, Two teenage Or two Like high school Best friends The the hot You know The stereotypical Ooh. Hot girl what? One
0: of them, Yes One of yes. them Is extraordinarily hot Extra- That Megan matters Megan Fox yeah, Yes Megan Fox <laughs> Yes She's extraordinarily hot. Yes. that matters. Okay, yes. keep going. She's
1: very, she's the hottest girl. Uh, and her best friend, who is like, uh, you know, more of a nerdy type.
0: <laughs> nerdy. Nerdy. We're putting that in quotes. So uh,
1: by Amanda Seyfried, so you know. Yeah, um,
0: Amanda Seafried, the nerd. Yeah, you know, how you know? glasses.
1: Uh-huh. Glasses it's
0: and not the best glasses. hair. Don't
1: you get it? Yeah. yeah, her hair is slightly frizzy, so that makes her uncool Amazing. and bad. Amazing. Yes. Um. And so, uh, so, basically, Jennifer gets taken over by a demon. Yes, uh, a demon, right? Yeah, a demon that yeah. was summoned by a boy, a, like, emo boy band... Um, it, it seems like they made a deal
0: with the devil to get a hit song, yes, and they were supposed to sacrifice a virgin for it, right? But she wasn't a virgin. She
2: wasn't a
1: virgin. So
0: instead,
1: because she's not a hot girl yeah, in high school. Duh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's not a virgin. Yeah, right, right,
0: well, right. So yes. uh, you know, apart from Megan Fox's morals, if it's just based on looks, no mm-hmm. chance that no one chance. was a virgin. No, no chance. chance. Uh-huh. So. Then that makes her into a a Succupus demon, a demon. yeah, see, a succubus, yeah, yeah, a succubus
1: demon. Um, yeah. and so, like demons do, she starts killing people in the town. Um,
0: she mostly she mostly brings men for sex and yes, then kills and then them, eats them. Yeah, right. uh huh, right, yeah. A, 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 a concept we've seen in films a few yes, times. Yes, yes, yeah. uh-huh. uh huh, and. I'm doing the summary for you. I apologize. No, no, That's this rude. is for
1: there. I yeah, Okay. This is so,
0: great. I think the thing that people will actually remember about this movie uh-huh. is that it's Diablo Cody's follow-up to yeah, Juno. To
1: Juno. This is her
0: second script out of the box. Yep, yep. Now, yep. I did check. She is still working.
1: She is. Yeah. She's working on TV
0: a lot now. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. So, uh Maggie, please. Let's the floor is yours to talk about Jennifer body. I mean,
1: man. So, uh, there's a lot of things that this movie discusses that are so, so I feel like so rarely discussed. Mm. Um, and especially especially, the lo- in love with your best high school friend when you are in like different uh, social. So this tiers. is a thing. It's like yes. what what
0: the center the central conflict of <laughs> Amanda and Megan Fox kind of being lovers
1: yes, being lovers but not be Amanda having a boyfriend, but them having like romantic feelings yeah. for each other is I think that is so common. In, really? Yes. Okay. Yeah.
0: Great. Which is that's uh, surprising to me.
1: Yeah, yeah. Which I think, and again, that's the thing on the rewatch that I love more and uh, more, and especially for like queer women, that it's such a trope of like accidentally falling in love with your, yes, you know, like that I've heard. Yes. It um, doesn't. It
0: didn't feel like it was trying to make a story about that though, right? It just felt like it was part of the story.
1: Yeah, I think a lot of it has elements like that, where it's like, sure, yeah, like the main story is about Megan Fox eating men, which Actually, on itself is
0: funny. But no, maybe it is about that. Now that I think about, it. like, I, I, yeah, maybe it is. You're right. It is
1: because all of the the conflict arises not just from Jenna or Megan Fox like eating men. It's the fact that she keeps choosing to be around men. Uh and like being True. the queer friend of like your the person the woman that you're in love with, like, keep you know she couldn't have been having sex with men. She must have been killing this. She must have been, you know, uh, taken over by a demon. Like, how could she, you know, be with all oh, these other people? so you're
0: retconning this.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh. But also... Diablo's Are we supposed to retcon this in your mind? I, I think that is... I, Now when people watch it, most of the women who love it are queer women who... Who do a
0: reread of it.
1: Yes, but also Diablo Cody, a lot of her work does deal with queer themes. So it's like, you know, it's unspoken, but like definitely text of the film.
0: It it is, you're right. It's Mm -hmm. not... I don't think that's a, a, a big abstraction. Right, right. I think that it might make the film make more sense, actually.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I think, and again, a lot of the rewatches of it, because the thing is, when it first came out, people did not like it. Um, and part of that, <laughs> but there, there are many reasons why.
2: Yeah. Part of it is. I know exactly why. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: the tone is, in. it's an interesting tone because it's both campy, but when they kill people, they uh, they give like emotional beats uh, in a way that camp doesn't
0: often do. Yeah, it's not melodrama. Right. Like most campy right. stuff is melodrama. Yeah. And like like silly. Yeah. This is not that.
1: This is not that. Yeah. yeah. But there are moments where it's like I'm laughing while like the mother of the person who was just eaten is crying like.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: it's a very like it's an interesting tone. Which um, was not clear from the advertising. That was also a you could
0: never advertise ex- this. Right. as what it is. And, and you, you could not do it. That
1: was a huge part of it, especially with Megan Fox being the main character. My God, yeah, you know, and all the all the promos showed like Megan Fox and Amanda Seyfried in bed together. When it's like, right, right, right. it's actually, it's not, it's not about that. That's actually, you know, I think
0: it's not about sex at all. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, I mean, certainly. <sighs> okay. Mm. I, I'm going to have to be a little bit of a shitty guy to do this Dream. podcast, so I'm, I'm going to do it. Yeah. So Megan Fox is unbelievably hot.
1: Unbelievably like, hot. Like,
0: there's many attractive women yeah. and men in, in film. Megan Fox is a cut above that. Yeah, yeah. In my opinion. She's I,
1: almost cartoonish in how attractive she is.
0: Yeah, she just has all the things. Yeah. Uh, and, like, I, I don't even remember when I first saw... It might have been Transformers, which is kind of a bummer, because mm-hmm. she was a kid then.
1: Mm-hmm. But,
0: like... Uh, she's become sort of a meme, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a pretty good outing for her, I actually. I
1: love her in right? this movie. I love her. She's, I do too. Yeah. I liked her in it too. Yeah, she like simultaneously, is that, while also like commenting on that, in a way. Yeah, see, I, I'm okay, with, Like,
0: this is the part that maybe is regressive, maybe it's not. Mm-hmm. So like, Everybody sort of praises Megan Fox when she plays a role mm-hmm. that that is a commentary on what she is. Right, right. Right. Like in the same way that like Denzel won the Academy Award for playing the bad guy. Mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Like playing against the type that he right. is. Right. And I feel like Megan Fox gets applauded for playing against the type Mm -hmm. or like playing like a wink about the type. Right. But I also think there's something about just being that type Mm -hmm. that is a challenging thing to do.
1: Oh, absolutely. And I think she's kind
0: of good at it. She is. Uh, Yeah. Like this movie is between being a parody and her just being the real McCoy. Mm -hmm. Whereas like she was on new girl, right? Uh, did you, oh yes. yeah, yeah. She was yeah. amazing on New Girl. Yeah, uh, because she was playing purely a commentary on her type. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. like, and, and nobody's gonna join me in this call. <laughs> but I'm gonna. But, but like, and I've been talking to Cody about this as, for a character mm-hmm. we've been writing. But like, there is something about a, a hot girl owning that mm. and just oh, being yeah. that. Yeah, and it's just like this is what I am, you know, Mm -hmm. like, and not that that's, and that's not necessarily a reduction. Right, right. It's just like, when you're a brainy guy, right, and Mm -hmm. I'm not, I'm not contrasting it, I'm just like, Mm
1: -hmm. when you're a
0: brainy guy, you lean into that identity, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you lean way into that, you define your whole life by that, Mm -hmm. and you sort of collect a thing that makes everyone know that. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: There's something about that type Mm -hmm. that is a real thing that we're all sort of uncomfortable with now, and I Mm -hmm. think it's okay Mm -hmm. that she's, this hot girl and like, oh, it would be yeah. okay for her to play that right, and be that. Right. Yeah. Right. Wouldn't it yeah. be? Yeah.
1: Oh, absolutely. I, I absolutely, the thing that I think that adds to this character is again, the like, like gay undertext because the hot girl is simultaneously playing into be, but that's the other thing is most hot girls are self-aware that they are that. Of course. How yeah. can you not be? Right, Your whole right. life is
0: an interesting contrast is the movie. Easy. A.
1: Mm-hmm. Like so, Easy mm-hmm. is
0: is like a the story of a person who's not really that type, mm-hmm. sort of being thrown into that type, right? Right. Because of because she lies about uh, her sexual activity in high school. Mm-hmm. That and Emma Stone. So that's another. That's a very interesting contrast. Mm-hmm. Um, are you offended by what I'm saying right now? I hope not. No, 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 no. no not at all. I just, I just think Megan Fox occupies this place that, like, you know, Pam Anderson occupied, mm-hmm, or like, mm-hmm. where it's like, what can they do? They can't escape it. And playing against the type is also is actually more reductive in some way. Mm. You know what I mean? Like she's forced to sort of be like, I know, you know, like she's like, she's sort of forced to do that. Not in this movie, but in general. Yeah.
1: Uh, I don't know. If she's. Forced so much as...
0: In terms of getting applause from the audience, right? Oh, sure, sure, That's what sure, I, sure. Which is a, That is forcing, right? Right, like, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm not mm-hmm. trying to like lament for hot girls. I'm just saying like... Oh, yeah, yeah. She does pose a weird problem for a movie.
2: hmm
0: Because like, uh, what are you going to do? She's, she's not an incredible actress. Mm-hmm. But she's not a bad actor,
1: right? Yeah, and
0: you you can never you cannot put glasses on Megan Fox and right. tell me she's at, and make her the nerd friend. Yeah, yeah, you just can't do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't. I'm sorry. I'm talking. You should be oh, talking. No, to no, me. no. That's uh,
1: yeah. Well, and also I think part of that is Megan Fox herself often speaks against those types of stereotyping in those roles. So it's like. Right, yeah, what does so, what she
0: even... Yeah, I don't even know. I feel bad for her in some ways. Because what should. can she do, yeah.
1: Well, I, I mean, there was that whole thing of how... You know, she very publicly said how terrible working with Michael Bay was, of and, how, and and everyone laughed Surprising at her for no years and didn't right. take her seriously. And now she's like, "Yeah, I tried to tell all right. of you, remember and none shot? of you listened to me." Yeah, yeah, remember that butt
0: shot when I was underage in yeah. Transformers?
1: Yeah, yeah. And yeah. she like she's so you know open about and open about how hurt she was by everyone's response to that, which yeah. was to laugh. So you know, and nobody
0: has any sympathy for her because because she has the kind of good looks that we're all just sort of like
1: right right like oh how like, can oh, you feel uh, anything and it's like uh, and it's like but she kind person. of <laughs> she
0: yeah yeah she kind of is in like a weird prison where it's like mm-hmm. what can she do I don't know uh, I, I imagine Grace Kelly had the same problem right like there's these mm-hmm. people that have floated mm-hmm. through cinema that are like they're really more like figures than they are actors mm-hmm. you know and yeah. I feel like Megan Fox this is her this is a role about that, right? Uh,
1: yeah, yeah, in a lot of ways. I mean, yeah, uh, but the, again, like, I think that uh, this movie, it does that with almost every character, though. Like, the hot singer guy is also dumb <laughs> and trying to resurrect, you know, like, like got the... Yeah. His, like. And the fact that all, like, the boy band guys are just kind of, like... Pussies in a way. Oh, they like, were horrible. Yeah. And, uh, it's so, and, yeah. and like Megan Seifried, sure, being the nerd, but like having a boyfriend and like, uh, you know, and ended up not exactly being that type.
0: I couldn't. T- okay. So there's so many little things. I, mm-hmm. ah, God, I want to talk about this. I, I kind of wish we could talk for an hour and a half about uh. this movie. You know, maybe we will. I don't care. I don't You're going to get as long an episode as you get. Know. There you yeah. go. So, okay. hmm I wanna <laughs> I gotta start with I gotta start with Megan Fox. I just want to yeah, finish the Megan yeah, Fox yeah, chat yeah, yeah. first. Uh-huh. Okay, so she played, she's good in this movie. Mm-hmm. She, her character, do you think her character is sympathetic?
1: Uh, yes and no, which is also what I liked about it. Yeah. Like at t- like, she's a hot girl, which, you know, I think a lot of us knew or were familiar with people like that in high school. So like a lot of her represent her being like Mean throughout a lot of she's very like abrasive and mean, uh, but in a way that is like very understandable. And because we're from we're looking at it from Amanda Seyfried's point of view, that's true, where it's like she yes. loves her, she's her best friend. Uh, so that
0: rounds out the picture, yeah, a that world. kind of
1: rounds it out. And like you know, being thinking back to like when I was that age, like I had friends like Megan Fox who like. Oh. We're just, we're just like they just have that, that thing, just have yeah. that thing, and like, and you know, especially like a lot of women just learn to be that way because it's like, well, everything I do is wrong, so I'm just gonna Ugh. fuck it and do this. Yeah. Um. So a lot of her character rang true. So yeah, I guess like sympathy wise, I wasn't really concerned either way. More that her character rang true for me of someone who, you know, is that type of person.
0: So my concern so far in mm-hmm. what you've said is is how much of it you're supplying to this movie. Like like mm. when, like not that I think it's bad. Right. I, my concern is like the and not concerned like this the problem. Concerned like mm-hmm. this is why I feel like it's harder for everyone else to arrive where you are about this mm-hmm. movie mm-hmm. because you're you're supplying these like inside understandings of things. Oh, All of them. I'm well, learning. No, no.
1: I'm, I guess I'm only doing that because we're trying to make this like a 100%, personal. Yeah, 100%, yeah. 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 So, like, and
0: I, the reason I'm pointing that out is that like. Well, fuck! I really do like your version of it. It's kind of like I, I like Cody's version of Lost, but I don't mm, like Lost. Right. I didn't.
1: Right. I did not
0: like this movie, uh-huh. but I like your version of it right. a lot. I don't. So I watched her, and I felt a little bad for because I thought it wasn't a good role. Although oh. I thought she was good in it, mm. because it was like, why is she killing these guys? Why is she even doing that?
1: To eat their blood. Right. Right. And right. Eat right. Them. right. Yeah, it's yeah,
2: it's yeah. for funsies, right? Yeah. It's all for
0: funsies. So but the problem, it's like she's playing the succubus character, but Mm. they don't do any of the work that's like, here's all the men just horn dogging after. And like, that's sort of said, but never shown.
1: Right. But I guess as a female viewer, I don't don't need to see that. that And I don't want, well, I don't want that in my movie. Like, I'm not here to watch. I don't want to watch that either. But I do
0: want to have a reason to want the guys to die in the movie. Not just like Mm. men do this. But just like a, they need to have shown us, this guy did that in the movie. Mm. At least something like just the mm-hmm. just the basic moral mechanics. Not because I think I don't. Not because I couldn't imagine that they did it. Right, right. But because otherwise, the murder doesn't have the same feeling. Like there's no fun justice to it. There's which mm. there isn't really. right, uh, and that that robs it of being playful. Like I wanted this to be more playful than it was. Hmm. I felt like the person who knew what this movie was better than anybody else mm-hmm. was I mean I think I think Megan Fox knew, but yeah. also I think the lead singer of the band totally knew what movie he was yeah. in. Yeah.
1: Like, I he
0: I, got this movie. Yes.
1: I think what you're getting to is that I really do not like Amanda Seyfried in her role.
0: And yeah. I think that's
1: kind of a problem with the Is it film. Amanda Seyfried that's the problem? I think that more than Megan Fox, more than... But I, I have a writing
0: problem with this, which is like, mm. I, I'm trying to like... So, okay, let me use a different movie that's an example. Mm-hmm. So there's um, a movie called Under the Skin. Have you mm-hmm. seen that movie mm. with Scarlett Johansson? I don't think so. Bro. let check that one out. All right. So Or Mysterious Skin. I can't remember. Okay. Uh, the premise is she's a weird alien. Mm-hmm. There's no explanation for where she comes from or why. Mm-hmm. She just drives around. Picks up guys, mm-hmm. brings them back to her lair, kills them. Mm-hmm. Like that's it, and it, it's and it's all done in this very abstract way. Yeah, and like I don't want to describe everything about it because, mm-hmm. like, dude, it's and for some reason that movie it really works because you're watching the you're watching the seduction of it mm-hmm. in a way that you're like she and she's also a bad guy like mm-hmm. she's a straight up bad guy. Mm-hmm. This movie changed roles at the end. Yeah. Where like at the end, it's it, like Megan Fox dies in her bedroom. Yeah. The only time we're ever in her bedroom, the only time we meet her parents. Uh-huh. Didn't even think she had parents, yeah. honestly. And so the movie sort of like suddenly kind of wanted me to pivot. And I was like, how can I pivot? And you are the one who provided me the explanation. Mm. Which is why I'm like, see, you're providing this understanding of it that does make it make sense. Yeah. Right? If it's like, oh, it's only Amanda Seyfried's point of view, and that's all it is, Yeah. sort of like American Psycho, Mm -hmm. if it's like that, Mm -hmm. it is a much better movie Mm -hmm. than it seems. Yeah. But that was not available to me as a watch, or I completely didn't see it,
1: Mm.
0: and that's weird. Mm. Maybe I just missed. I don't know.
1: I don't know. Oh, and that's, again, like, I've seen it, you know, a, a couple times at this point, Um. And, like I said, when I first watched it, I did not like it and the tone was off putting.
0: Do you think it's that you didn't get it and then you go back and watch it and now you do?
1: Uh, A little bit, yeah. I mean, well, especially with like the the queer reading of it. Like, that's, that's, uh, that's
0: the thing that makes it good.
1: Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. It doesn't
0: work without that. It doesn't,
1: I feel like it doesn't work without that. But like watching it through that lens, it makes so many things make sense. It's like. You know, no, but also now when I watch it, like it, it just feels so clear. Like even the way that, uh, Amanda talks about Megan Fox, like True. that is how someone talks of, you know, and the way yeah. she ignores her boyfriend, the way she's obsessed with Megan. It's like, you're in love with her and like, yeah. you know, that's, um, that's correct. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it
0: makes things hang together that didn't before.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, like, it, it for instance, it solves my biggest problem, which is like, well, then all these like a lot of these guys just seem like kind of nice guys. Yeah, and she's just killing them. Yeah, yeah. And it's like that's okay for jokes. Uh-huh. Like, and I know guys do things. I get that. Mm-hmm. But like, don't ask me to think that's fun because it isn't that but fun.
1: It is though. It's and fun with the, this reading. Well, no, no. That's the other thing is that it is fun because how often do women? Just get to kill guys for, there always has to be a reason. I think that's actually why the more I watch it, the more I like it. Because she's a serial killer? The thing that you're like looking for, I don't think belongs in this movie. Like, I, like, I don't think it belongs in this world. You mean just the world.
0: justification?
1: Yeah, well, yeah. But I think that's
0: like the premise, right? The premise is that she's getting revenge on all these guys who have made her life a living hell. Isn't that like supposed to be the premise?
1: I don't really think it's a revenge for Megan. I Meghan think it Fox. is, right? It's
0: like all these guys who have been hitting on her, and like she's gonna go back and like. I think that's the premise. What? Like if you like, I'm, I'm gonna look up the IMDb. I feel like that's the fucking premise.
1: Well, I'm, sh- I'm sure that's like part of the premise. But I guess but like that the- part didn't
0: happen in the movie. Is what I'm saying. Right. The premise didn't happen in the movie. Right. That's where I'm like, well, I don't understand.
1: Mm. But you made it
0: make sense with this queer reading that makes it much better. Uh huh. But maybe they could market it under that. I don't. So I'm conflicted. Mm-hmm. See, because like, let's reverse this to the old, the old way movies were. Mm-hmm. There's tons of movies where like, you know, m- men kill women in movies and uh, that just happens. Mm-hmm. But like, it's never like a good thing or like a fun thing. You know what I mean? Like I'm trying to think of when, what movie that, other than like some Tarantino thing send up, right? Mm-hmm. But even mm-hmm. then he does the justice work. Like the basic emotional justice work i right what movie are you thinking of i that- mean
1: I just i think moat well that's the other thing is like uh, of film like filmatic history uh, just the amount of uh, stories of men killing women is overrepresented it's oversaturated uh, i totally it's agree with that almost about what every movie is about so to have it flipped And to also not give you the justification, and also for them to just be kind of normal guys, I think is all That part's all good. The
0: justification's the thing that makes it not a reversal. You know what I mean? Like, that's, and the reversal is the thing that you're celebrating, but, but like, the justification's the thing that hangs it together, and like, isn't it fun to see it on this end now, instead of a serial killer, now it's like a person who's taking revenge, like, and that part's not there.
1: I guess maybe, maybe well oh, I also, I watched this like during Halloween, so maybe I'm not exactly remembering details, but I'm just, I'm I am I'm looking I, up
0: the IMDb now to see if I'm wrong about this. A newly, oh, no, no, it might be. A newly possessed high school cheerleader turns into a succubus who specializes in killing her male classmates. Mm-hmm. So I guess it is well, a little vague about whether right. or not they oh, deserved a, it. But
1: also I will say the thing that it, I guess instead of revenge, I think what it focuses on is the like, The grieving parent, how after everyone is killed, you get actual sadness and actual reactions from people's families, which to me, I think, supplemented, like, uh, my viewing experience. Like, I I guess I didn't – I wasn't left wanting anything because, for me, it was, like, I felt satisfied with, like, seeing the real and actual pain that, like, the parents – Oh yeah, Yeah.
0: I don't watch the movie and think this is not fair, it's not that, Mm -hmm. it's that like, how do I describe it, this is just like kind of a weird emotion math that I'm not describing very well. But, like, for me to get the feeling of enjoying what she's doing, Mm -hmm. I have to have the narrative premise piece of, like, these guys all earned it by virtue of this one behavior that's signified Mm. in some way. I guess I just don't need it. Because otherwise, it's like, oh, so she just is killing people. And it's like, that's okay. Uh I just don't enjoy it as much as, like, the revenge story version of it, right? Mm. Which is, I think, what they were trying to do. That's yeah, why it feels convoluted to
1: the me. But the thing is, is that, again, like as a female viewer, to get the revenge part, you at first need to see men doing something different at least slightly bad, which I right. just don't, I'm so sick and tired, tired of seeing. Of I'm so tired. I'm, I'm glad they didn't feel like they needed to include it or justify it because it's like, I've seen that five million times and I like I don't...
0: You've seen the, right, the revenge I, story. Yeah, I and it's that. like, I, yeah. I
1: don't really, I kind of don't care why Megan Fox feels justified in killing them.
0: Does it matter to you why anybody kills anybody in a movie?
1: Uh, sometimes, but I guess not in a like campy... Horror film that to oh, me is more about so, the so female about, relationship. It. Yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. So like okay. that feels so secondary to what concerns me in this film that I don't feel like I need. and I think if I if that was part of it I wouldn't like it as much.
0: Well, because that would dash that queer theory idea to the ground, right? That's well, it, or it would undermine that. It not, would it would make the queer love story piece. Feel like it was secondary to a revenge thing,
1: right? Right, and it's like I Which don't need, yeah. yeah, and I don't need, and it's like you know, I, and again, yeah, like part of the fun of it is that, uh like you know, it's everyone's worst nightmare, like the hot girl getting infinite powers, like you know, yeah. like that's like uh, such a an existential dread in itself that you know. I like. I don't think she is justifying her revenge and, and I really don't need the movie to justify it. No, she's a vampire. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, I do for the ending. That's the thing. That's why I think people are like... Why people have such a hot and cold reaction to this. Mm-hmm. I have no problem with female serial killer that's not motivated by revenge. Mm-hmm. No problem with that. I love that idea. Mm-hmm. Great. But killing... Like the end of the movie suggested this kind of like undercurrent of hurt that had been there the whole time that hadn't been flushed out in a way I understood.
2: Mm. You know what I mean? Cause like mm. ultimately
0: at the end, the way it plays out is that she goes after Amanda Seyfried's boyfriend, right? Mm-hmm. Who is, I think objectively just a sweet guy. Yeah. Like yeah. a sweet dope. Yeah. You yeah, know? yeah. Like, uh-huh. uh, and that fits right into your reading, mm-hmm. uh, which I, the more I think about it, the more I like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> And so she goes to to date murder him, mm-hmm. and he's real bummed out because Amanda Seyfried freaked out about her. Yeah. And so Amanda Seyfried shows up at some place and, like, her, injures Megan Fox. Her mm-hmm. boyfriend dies, saving yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. Which is, that's fun. Uh-huh. And uh, then we have this next scene that's basically like a, the catharsis of the movie, mm-hmm. where... Megan Fox's character in her home sort of reveals all this vulnerability mm-hmm. that has not been in this movie so far. Mm-hmm. Like, really. And that's, like, this connecting point with her and Amanda Seafried who kills her anyway. Mm-hmm. And then Amanda Seafried inherits <laughs> some of her weird powers because <laughs> of it. Which I kind of I dig that. Yeah. I don't hate Amanda Seafried. I don't think she's, like, a...
1: Yeah, I guess just just this, like, for this particular role, I felt, like so, like... Some of her performance Sometimes I felt Like it was She's not limited Not connecting Yeah She's yeah. limited
0: You can't use her For everything mm-hmm. uh, But she's I think Megan Fox Is less limited In some ways mm-hmm. I think she's more Stereotyped But mm-hmm. less limited As an actor Uh, Yeah, maybe I'm just saying, like, I needed these, like, little clarity pieces to snap into place Mm. to feel good about the ending. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, they didn't really... I wish they did. Mm -hmm. Because I like your idea of this movie a lot. Yeah. Maybe I'll go back and watch the damn movie again. I might watch
1: it again. Maybe. I guess for me, the ending didn't throw me off because throughout it, all the, like... Like, you know, a lot of times, someone will die in a movie, and it'll be like, whatever. But this time, it treated death very like important every time like every kill that would happen even if it was like whateverly motivated it would sh- you know it would be people like crying in the schools and stuff and like uh right a- why doesn't um,
0: she kill the band
1: i i don't know that's weird I, yeah it is weird that she didn't kill but it's like yeah mm-hmm. now that i'm thinking about out
0: loud this movie intentionally sidestepped all the revenge steps.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It did
0: do that. Yeah, which is why I was frustrated with it because it was like, well, now I I know what this story is, uh-huh. and, and I don't. Mm. Maybe you're right. Maybe this. Maybe everyone missed what this movie is.
1: I the more I watch it, and again, like I said, I'm not. I'm definitely not the only person who reads it. There is like a you know, sure. there's like a a lot of women have since you know come to love this movie as mm. a you know. Um, Yeah.
0: Wow, I'm really fit. Now I want to watch it again, damn it. Wow. I I didn't think it was horrible. I just thought it was Mm -hmm. like really unclear Mm -hmm. uh, and just sort of clank, like sort of clumsy.
1: It is clumsy. And and I I do think- Diablo does have that with her, where sometimes her work is, like, clumsy in some way, which, you know, sometimes, like, works to her benefit. Sometimes it gets in the way. But, again, also knowing that she does often write uh, about queerness and, like, queer concepts. like So, uh, you know, inviting that reading is definitely not um, unwelcomed. uh, And I do think it kind of makes... You know, kind of weaves the fabric of like, oh, okay, all right, okay. That, that maybe maybe it does help mm, to mm-hmm. have
0: some context for her. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do like the movie better as a as a sort of undercurrent love story that never comes totally to the forefront because mm-hmm. it may, that also made the makeout stuff. M- better yeah because that it's not that i had a problem with it it was more that it was like so i don't understand do they love each right, other or not right, what's the thing right
1: because without it because without that reading it does feel like they're just doing that because it's two hot actors that they cast. Yes, it, that was the problem and it with feels the feels so empty yes and yes. it's like why are they doing this yes but the then, whole thing
0: felt empty because yes, of this yeah okay. and
1: it's like oh no like the and again like watching the way that amanda like looks at Megan the whole movie talks about Megan the whole movie the way she's obsessed with who the men that Megan is with it's like uh, yeah she doesn't like
0: that Megan's with anybody because Megan is too deadly but then also she.
1: It's You're like, right, it Girl, is there. No, no you it's just want to be with her. Right. Yeah, yeah.
0: That makes that sex scene add up a little better too because yeah. the sex scene was weird. Uh-huh. With her and her boyfriend, it was mm-hmm. like I don't get like right? why can't this Yes. Why is this so weird?
1: Right. And like and the way she kind of like ignores her boyfriend throughout like they we don't we see them together but we don't ever see them be very He's tr- he's always
0: trying to engage with her and she kind of engages but okay,
1: so the. Sex she's scene, obsessed with Megan. She yeah. keeps talking about Megan. All she'll yeah. talk. To her boyfriend is about Megan. She keeps yeah. m- m- going with Megan instead of her right. boyfriend. Yeah, you know that and is what this is
0: about. Yeah, yeah, because like so the sex scene with her boyfriend. I remember this. So like he tells her what's going to happen, mm-hmm. and she's sort of like almost more flattered than excited. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like she's kind of flattered by it. They ho- they cl- they crawl into bed. They kind of have a clumsy condom moment, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And then like he starts like he gets into her and like starts doing it mm-hmm. and her mind goes to something that Megan yeah. is doing, which yeah. was very clumsy at the time. I was like, Why the fuck this yeah. is how that's gonna work? That's weird. Uh huh. But now that I'm thinking about it,
2: mm-hmm. why
0: did this why is this so not obvious?
1: I don't know. Oh, well, what year did this come... Because part
0: of... Uh, I mean, I had never seen it before this last week. Oh, ever. yeah. Ever. Never seen it. Yeah. And I didn't do any research into it. I mm-hmm. wanted to walk in clean. Mm-hmm. 2009? I'm looking. Mm, all right. I'm looking. It was... I want to say it was while I was in film school. 2009, yeah. Mm. While I was in film
2: mm-hmm. school.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, it definitely feels... Dated in some ways. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Amanda Seyfried alone kind of puts it in an era, right? Because right, she was sort of in like, like <laughs> four years of, in movies. Uh-huh. Interesting.
1: Yeah.
0: So maybe, okay, so now let's step back. So do mm-hmm. you think it was, do you think your reading is, is the intention or do you think your reading is fixing the intention?
1: Uh, from from everything that I've read, I do think it, it is the intention. Um, okay. Um, and like part of it again was like, like marketing and timing, and I also don't know how much they like. I you know I don't know if they thought they could make it. Text like I, I, I don't know. But in yeah. two
0: thousand nine, that would have probably been a pretty gutsy movie.
1: Yeah, like exactly. A teen You're, horror movie, right? That's,
0: and especially that's with two women, movie. yeah, right. it's not
1: a le- and, You know, and you right. know, and I think part of it was like. You know, let's really write them as Fret because I think, you know, if you almost, especially at that time, if you leaned too much into their lovers, then it will kind of just come off as, oh, we got two hot actors and they, you know, it'll come off like
2: a
0: campy horror movie. Right,
1: right. But she kind of wanted
0: to do all the campy horror trappings Mm -hmm. for an actual love relationship.
1: Right, yeah.
0: That's really interesting. Yeah. And
1: also, and, and to add more to it, like, that time, like when you're in high school at that time, you also can't come, you know, you can't be like, I'm in love with the hottest girl in the class, right? Like, you can't do that, you can't say that, especially if it's your friend, you like, you probably kind could of, now,
0: right? Yeah, but now in, you that, could. in that period of time, you yeah, can't, but yeah.
1: yeah, and that you couldn't do that. So, again, like, that kind of Amanda Seyfried's character, which I know a lot of women appreciate, is being that like kind of in that trap space of where you can't say how you feel. You might not even really know that you feel that way. You just do when you're trying to justify it or excuse it or, you know, contextualize it in a way that makes sense. Yeah. I
0: think you're right. Yeah, I do. I think you're right about yeah. this movie. It does change basically everything I thought about it until now. Yeah. That's my pick to the rewatch. Really, yeah. yeah. No, great pick. Yeah. It, it, it does... That we don't need a justification for the murders if they're mm-hmm. if it's about their love story we don't need that yeah I am trying to figure out like why what thing would help a dumb dumb like me get this like how to fix the movie yeah. so that it would be clearer. I well, mean,
1: and it's a certainly part of it in is, hindsight. Well, hindsight, but I, I do want to give credence to uh, that Cody isn't always very, you know, clear with her movies. I don't
0: think this is well made, even with yes, your... agreed. Or written. I yes. think I like what you've done here. Yeah. And I think they, I can buy that they intended it. It's mm-hmm. not done well. Yes. Uh, because they didn't want to actually tell the right story. They mm-hmm. wanted to pretend to tell the right story.
1: Yeah. Yeah, That's so, that's, yeah. And there's problems that, hurt
0: the movie mm-hmm. that are just logic problem Again, killing the band is a huge problem. Yeah. Why don't we kill yeah. the band? Yeah. Uh, and I do think the emotional indifference gives us an unclear tone mm-hmm. for a lot of the movie. Mm-hmm. And we need we need certain things to be grafted in a clear way to mm-hmm. have the feelings that you're having yes. or describing. Yeah. As this is just how movies work, yeah. like as emotion machines. Mm-hmm. So like I don't care what the rules are, I just care that the experience is right. Mm-hmm. And it didn't quite con- I think it might be because they asked us to believe the premise on it which was on his face impossible right which is like mm-hmm. and that by that I mean the nerd and the high school cheerleader have been have stayed friends since childhood mm-hmm. that's like okay so we're rejecting every high school movie ever for mm-hmm. the to start the movie so we didn't ask the question. Well, why? Right, we right. We never ask that question because right. they're like, this is the premise of the movie. It's like, okay.
1: Right. And the answer it. would be because they're in love, well, but we don't get that right. answer it, and the question is not even
0: presented. It would be like, it would be like if you watch the movie Toy Story, right? Mm-hmm. And so like, the, you start watching the movie Toy Story and then at some point the movie's like, why are these toys talking? Should they be talking? Should they be talking? Are you sure they're really talking? or uh-huh. is the Or is Andy sick? You know what I mean? Like that, you know what I mean? Yeah, That's yeah. kind of what the movie's trying to do, mm-hmm. but it never introduced that question,
1: mm-hmm.
0: really. Mm-hmm. It didn't, or not in a way, I, not in a way I understood. Yeah. Um. I
1: guess for me, it's, it's less weird. And maybe it's like a, a younger trope of like, I guess that was more common for me to see, of like the hot girl being friends with her, like having a loser friend. Well, yeah, you had
0: your kumbaya high school yeah, that you love. Yeah, so, yeah, right yeah, yeah. Like this movie yeah. hits you right in your life.
1: I, I Yeah, it's weird. It, it doesn't
0: hit any any Gen X adjacent yeah. person like me. Yeah. He's gonna be like, I'm sorry. Where I'm the, sorry. Where are the nerds? <laughs> uh, yeah. Where's the guy in flannel? What the right. fuck are we doing here? <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Nobody's <laughs> I'm playing sorry. football
0: at all in this movie. I don't uh, get where the fuck we are. <laughs> uh, yeah, so and mm-hmm. interestingly enough, this movie kind of perfectly articulates your experience in life.
1: In a weird way. Weird. In a weird way. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Do you think you or I are more adept at picking stories that are our story and mm. talking about them on this on this podcast?
1: both pretty good. I think
0: you're a lot better at it than I am. Oh, really? I you do. think so? I do. This mm. is a really interesting pick. Mhm. Cuz it flew whoosh, right over my head, but mm. now I'm I'm like, oh yeah, this is like exactly Maggie's life.
1: Yeah. She picked this perfect
0: movie that's exactly well, yeah. her life.
1: And, well, and like I think the second time I watched it, I had like heard the queer theory but hadn't read a lot about it, but I had that framing. So the second time I watched it, I was like, "Oh, oh, 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 and like, okay, 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 and like so many things clicked into place that, you know, from my personal experience, I was able to be like, oh, yeah, 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 okay, okay, okay. I
0: I know people are going to send me tweets (laughs) that I'm going to immediately, I'm going to furiously block (laughs) that are like, oh, they kissed, man. Like, they're going to tell me this was more obvious than it was. I'm just telling you, man. Sure. And I'm, I'm an old guy. I'll admit it. You know, yeah, like, I, yeah. I'm old enough to remember DX coming out mm-hmm. from the Titan Tron. I remember that <laughs> shit. All right. So, like, it mm-hmm. might be a little young for me, but, like, I'm a pretty observant movie watcher, and this one flew right under yeah. my. I did not understand that was what the movie was about.
1: Right. Because... But also, they didn't let any, they didn't say that that was what it was well, about. Well, they might have.
0: Again, the making out, and yeah. also. Yeah. They intentionally made Megan Fox's sexuality to be this sort of like, like yes. she's like a she's like a, a like a meat grinder. She's just sort yeah. of like walking through everybody, yeah. But she's looking for actual tenderness and intimacy mm-hmm. with uh, with Amanda Seyfried's character, yeah, yeah. And like you know if. Uh, I don't know. That's it's like in hindsight, it's like oh yeah, of course, mm-hmm. of course, she loves Amanda Seyfried's character mm-hmm. because like that's the only person she connects to.
1: Yeah, that's the only person she talks to, and that's yeah. It's like, it's it's wild. a kind of informed
0: point of view. There's, yeah Like so uh-huh. I've never been The person in life Who like could walk in And been like well, Sex is meaningless to me what? Like so right. I'm, I'm looking For right. intimacy know, Sex is not meaningless to me I right. like It's a thing I'm looking Around for <laughs> so, You know
1: It's not good. My brainers are up I'm aware of it Yeah and yeah And I am <laughs> it, It's on my menu Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Anyway people can order At any time They just have to ask uh, it's not
2: the
0: hidden uh, menu either.
1: Right. It's right it's, there the kiosk. It's yeah, right there. It's, <laughs> it's always the featured, <laughs> featured item. Any time of the night, stop it's by. <laughs> it's not special. It's not special. And I'll give you a discount. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I don't
0: relate to that point of view, but you might relate to that point of view a little bit, right? Absolutely, yeah. You might relate And, to, think, a bit. and
1: to me, the like, separation of... Her eating men is such like a physical, unsexy, you know, she's covered in blood. She, it's much. It was gross. never sexy. It's never sexy. There was sexy. never a sexy moment. Yeah, yeah, the only time that anything sexy happens is like an emotional intimacy and a man for Megan Fox being together type way. What
0: do you make of the vomiting thing that happens at the beginning of the movie when she first gets cursed? She like vomits all that weird black stuff.
1: Oh, yeah. What do you make of that? Uh, is that when she comes into her house yes, at night? Yes. Yeah. Which is very stalkery.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, to me, it was, I mean, like going to your girlfriend's house in the middle of the night. It has that vibe, yeah. Yeah, it has that vibe. And the, like, the. You know, I can't tell you I love you, so I'm just gonna barf. And it you know, and it's the gross ickiness, gross of like we're friends, but I can't say that like that. Or, kind or of. just sort
0: of like again, it's another intimacy call, right? Like yeah. other other people get sexy Megan Fox. Mm-hmm. She gets the The
1: animal, I just got bit. Yeah. Uh,
0: she gets the like, I here's the real flaws mm-hmm. person.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm. wow,
0: this is really much more clear now that you said this, yeah, okay yeah. it makes me like Diablo Cody more too, actually,
1: yeah, I mean I did not like yeah. the screenplay
0: when I was watching it for the most part,
1: yeah, and, and like I I have my own like problems with her work, but like you know, for that being said, like all the things that she put into it that you know lend itself to this reading is like pretty good and also very like it's also a thing that's very intimate between women like this type of yeah. situation only happens between women this type of situation Clearly. yeah and it's like it's and again that's why it's so rare to see because it's yeah. such like a specific situation between like two yeah, queer women it is. and like
0: because this old bear is looking at it, it mystified me I, I, like I was looking at phantoms in the wind yeah. <laughs> Did I even see anything? I don't even know.
1: <laughs> I, don't know. I, I guess I was there, but I am. I, um, I might not have been there. <laughs> I don't even know.
0: Wow. Fascinating.
1: But, great pick. Yeah. yeah great you pick. Know, you know. You made me proud today. Aww. You really made me proud. You know. Yeah. Yeah. What a great pick. You know, great I, lo- I loved rewatching The Master.
0: You were excited about I it. I was excited. Yeah. I was excited
1: you picked this. D- yeah. Did it drain you? Not. Not so much. I uh, feel
0: so good about rewatching that movie. Re- yeah.
1: You're not
0: drained the second time. You're just like, it's yes. a little more like, ooh.
1: Yes. You know. Yep.
0: Also, I, I can't straight like stress this enough. Mm. This is what makes Pete Anderson such a great director. Mm-hmm. When he picked the flaw as alcoholism, mm-hmm. he did the alcoholism so well that it never stops being upsetting. Yeah. It remains upsetting yes. no matter how many times you watch this movie. Mm-hmm. That's it's so tough viscerally to do.
1: effective. Yes. It's so effective. Yes.
0: What about that scene where he's like <gasps> taking pictures? Oh my God. You know? Yeah. 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 Anyway, yeah. yeah. We're, we're going on and on. Uh, well, this has been a great podcast. This is a great podcast. Right? This has been one of a gem. It's been one, one of our gems. <laughs> a
1: gem. Okay.
0: Just briefly, mm-hmm. uh, don't you wish Megan Fox would have found some role? Somewhere
2: where I she. I do. Like, I
1: mean, uh, after because uh, especially like after like the Me Too thing, people were like, "Justice for Megan Fox." She was been telling us forever about all the terrible things that she's experienced, and no one took her seriously because she was hot. And she does have some upcoming projects apparently that are with big directors and whatever. So
0: I actually think she's kind of good, and I, I don't think she's like Emma Stone. Yeah, uh, Emma yes. Stone is fantastic. Yes, mm-hmm. but also. I, Again, a lot of things in life boil down to permission. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of things do. And, mm-hmm. like, uh, Emma Stone has permission by virtue of typecasting mm-hmm. to be a more rangy actor mm-hmm. in some ways. Like, we're, yeah. we're willing to say, yeah, I believe that. Mm-hmm. Whereas Megan Fox shows up in The Favorite, it's like, no yeah you know I what I mean like people be like, like right. absolutely not right. back in the past no ma'am
1: uh-huh.
0: can't have it and it's not that's not a comment on her acting
1: no, no. it's a
0: comment on her that, that like thing that men mm-hmm. have for her I guess women too like everyone well, has it for that's her
1: a, and I think also especially like for other queer women who like Megan Fox it's m- partly because of this movie where it's like all of her sexuality is pointed towards another woman in a way that is so rare. Like, her being sexy in this movie is for women. Yeah, it's,
0: yes. Yeah. Now in, that I'm, yeah, I, I, I'm gonna have to watch the movie again. <laughs> I'm definitely gonna have to watch it again. Because because I feel like I might sense that more now. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. You know?
0: Because it definitely didn't have the masculine appeals.
1: Yeah, it, it, yeah. It, it pulled,
0: like, there was no undressing. There was no, yeah. like, there was no, Mm-hmm. Like like temptation to it. It was right. very, it was very matter of fact, right? Which made it sort of like I don't know if I'm enjoying this.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah.
0: Like I'm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, I don't know if she's enjoying this. You right, know? Uh, mm-hmm. right. It doesn't have the, it doesn't have the thing that uh, the skin I live in or whatever. It, what's yeah. the name of that damn movie? Mysterious skin. Mysterious I want to say skin. Mm-hmm. it doesn't have that thing. Yeah. See that thing has that sort of like the the raw seduction of it mm-hmm. is like very effective for a thriller. Right, Because right. it's exactly what men are afraid of. Yeah, yeah. It's a perfect, dude, yeah. you want to see what men are afraid of? Watch that fucking movie.
1: I won't fucking watch it tonight. Dude, you should. Like I the will. way that she kills them, mm-hmm. I, all I can
0: say is it's a perfect, it's a perfect subconscious tickle on the thing that men are scared of. Ooh, perfect. I love knowing what like men it's are not, afraid like, of. Like men are not afraid of violence and gore and strength. Right. That's not what we're afraid of. He picked a thing. That's all I'll say. I love it. That's all I'll say. It's also kind of a ballsy role for Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson? Johansson?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like it. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: Well, um... We hope you've enjoyed.
1: Yeah. This episode of
0: I'll show you mine if you show me yours. Yeah.
1: We'll be back, we'll
0: uh, be back. with a new prompt. Uh-huh. Probably not the pump up playlist.
1: Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> we should just we should just make We're that our next one. Yeah.
0: Maggie's being very sweet and caring about my feelings. <laughs> I just because I, you don't care that much about that one, do you?
1: I I, I, love, I, that I one. love that idea. Okay. We both love it. We next love time it so we'll do a we should do a double record. We'll do one that the listeners pick, but and then we'll do us. a <laughs> pump up playlist. <laughs> Absolutely.
0: What, what, is it, what would a podcast that was just for you and me, what, what would, like, nobody else even listens to it? It's just for
1: you. That was almost basically the conceit of this podcast. Yeah, basically, I was
0: like, what right. What would we exactly. Talk about? Exactly. But, you know, Maggie like sent me the sweetest me. text. Uh, I want to end on this note. Oh, did Maggie I? Maggie She did. So, like, uh, I sent Maggie a text when the election was called. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm going to read this thing because it really, like, warmed <laughs> my heart. Aww. It was very good. So,. uh... <laughs> I, sent, I sent her a text. We did it, my mags. Uh-huh. And then she said some great things. And then I said, I think this next four years is going to be a big improvement. And then she texted me three celebrating emoji faces and then so glad to have you as a friend, my friend, Ooh. which was just like such a nice thing to send. It was just very sweet. It's true. Very sweet. I appreciate it. I know. I know. Yeah. Very sweet. Mm. You're the best, Mags.
1: You're the best.
0: Uh to our patrons, you're the second best, second but still best. pretty good.
1: You're, you're not top banana, but you're <laughs> you're part of the bunch you're you're at least the skin you're at least the skin that we (laughs) peel away slowly to eat your insides and discard
0: (laughs) yeah anyway if you'd like to join under this tier it's available on Mm patreon.com slash small beans Mags Mm -hmm. what else are you up to these days
1: I mean you can, uh, you can check me out on uh, Twitter. I will still be funny, I promise, even though Trump is no longer our president. I think it'll be more funny. Oh, I absolutely yeah. will. I hate when people are like, this can be good for communities. I have, oh my god, no, no, oh. I feel so much freer.
0: I had no joy in comedy, really, from the years 2016 to now.
1: I'm sorry, all front-facing video comedians, but I just can't. Like, There's so many things I couldn't even laugh at because of just reality.
0: 2017 at Cracked was one of the worst job experiences Mm -hmm. I ever had. Mm -hmm. Um, Not even for interpersonal reasons, because it was such a joyless chore to pivot away from just having a good time yeah. and making things that are fun mm-hmm. to, like, how can we trump uh, this? Yeah. What, what else can we trump about this? Yeah. Like. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You're going to see some amazing work from some amazing uh, creatives in the upcoming years.
0: I think we're going to see a bunch of new stuff. Yeah. And a bunch of new people yeah. who aren't suited to a politically divisive environment like we've been in. Mm -hmm. Which, frankly, I am super ready for.
1: I am so ready. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm.
0: So you're on the Twitter. You're making videos. Twitter
1: uh, and YouTube. You guys should uh, subscribe to my YouTube if you have not. Uh, Well, I have two other
0: podcasts on Mm -hmm. this network. If you're not familiar, they are One Upsmanship and also Director Peace Theater with Mike and Abe, respectively. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, one of these days, maybe a movie. We'll see. We'll Maybe see. TV show? We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe better. get some money. That'd be pretty chill. Uh, yeah, it'd be pretty chill. <laughs> you know, I'll be having some chats. Oh, that uh, we'll be having a couple of chats. <laughs> hey, that'd be pretty so nice. That'd be pretty good. You know. Okay, bye. Okay, bye.